0: welcome to the Dayton Tolbert show. I'm your host Dayton Tolbert. This is a uh, you know, a, a live edition of Barbershop Talk. It's been a little while since we've we've had the fellas back here live. We we've did some uh, we've done some barbershop talks, but haven't had my man Marv, Louis, James, you know, all in the house. So, uh, tonight we're going to, you know, we brought the fellas back to talk about an issue that many of you, you know, the fellas can relate to and an issue that many women have Um, You know adopted a certain mentality of that is in in my opinion Been very damaging uh, to in the black community in regards to Seeing successful uh, relationships progress into Marriages and and developing families and that issue tonight that we want to Cover is the importance of recognizing a man's Potential and you know when we talk about you know potential You know you know you you know you don't often see too many women there's a very small percentage of women who will you know really be that ride or die chick from day one you know all the way up until uh you know he he realizes that dream or realizes that potential whether it's career wise you know education or whatever the case is and so we just want to talk about you know we want to share some experiences we want to talk about um you know ways to avoid that we want to talk about some of the root causes of why that behavior, you know, why that mentality exists in so many single African-American women today. And, you know, I just want to preface it this evening, you know, and, and if you guys are newer listeners, I don't have to do this for the, you know, the, our core fans, but, you know, this, tonight's show and no show that we ever do will ever be to assess blame or, you know, point the fingers. But, you know, our goal here is to just cultivate healthy relationships, to have communication, to, you know, to identify potentially – Damaging issues and then identify a solution to to help move us forward as a people, you know, we're coming up on uh, 50 years um, You know the 50 years celebration of the uh, the March on Washington that dr. King led and uh, there's actually a uh, you know Another March this weekend, which will you know, that's a that's a whole nother topic, but you know 50 years is a long time and you know in in those 50 years Fortunately for us, we've seen a lot of progress, but at the same time, we've also gone, you know, 50 steps backwards. And we, you know, the whole purpose of this show, the Data October show being seven nights a week, you know, every night at nine is specifically to, to move us forward because the issues that, that exist, we're seeing a decline in families. That's the problem with our youth. That's the problem with this violence. That's one of the major issues with poverty, you know, and, and all of those things bring about other issues on a large scale. And so we've got to deal with the root of it. We've got to talk about just fundamental. We can't even talk about family until we talk about relationships. You don't have relationships without healthy communication. So tonight we want to open up the phone lines. we got the fellas here, you know what I mean? These guys keep it realer than any you know any group of people you ever hear. But we want to hear from the, the the females as well. You know, this is barbershop talk. This is what we do. We're going to talk how we talk in a barbershop. We're going to keep it 100% real. That being said, you guys are still welcome to call in to 646-200-0366. Hit the number one on your keypad, and then, you know, we can have a, some, you know, some good discussions. I know this discussion has been going on in at least, you know, I want to say at least 15 different face group, Facebook groups with, all with, you know, no fewer than 2,000 people in it. So, I mean, in addition to, obviously, my group, the Friends of the Day, Don Tober Show. So this is a very hot topic. It's been going on for the last several days <clears throat> when we weren't live. But we're back here to talk about it. And, um, you know, I'm excited about it. I'll go ahead and, you know, I, you know, I don't even plan on being here all night tonight. But, you know, y'all make fun of me when I say that. So I'm just going to, you know, we'll, we'll let it do what it does. But uh, to introduce our panel this evening, I got my man Lewis here, my man Marv. As well as James Lewis, how are you this evening, sir? Oh, it's
1: good to be back
0: uh, again with the
1: fellas. Uh, I missed it. I uh, thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for bringing me back here again safely. I think uh, this is a, a, an excellent topic. I think when I when I hear that when I when you posted um, about the topic tonight, the first name that came to my mind is uh, Jesus Christ. I mean, because we know that yeah, we know that He's God and King, but when he came on the scene, you know, most people didn't see his potential. I mean, they said, hey, look, this guy's a carpenter. We know his parents. Uh, nothing good from, comes from where he lives. And, hey, we know that he was part of the single greatest event ever that happened across. But in my own personal life, <laughs> I can definitely relate to this. And I think, ladies, just keep in mind that if you weren't checking for us when we were living in the basement and don't expect to enjoy the view of the penthouse
2: hey yeah,
0: lewis man first and foremost man you know that analogy about jesus christ is the is the best possible analogy because you know what what greater potential you know could a man possibly have you know then you know a carpenter going ahead and you know dying for all of our sins you know what i mean but you know so that's that's the fu- the, the foundation of you know everything that we do here on this show but um you know as far as potential you mentioned the basement I mean, you know, I don't know. Um, listen, ladies, I don't know how else to say it. We'll get, you know, we'll hear more experiences, you know, some specific experiences from from the fellas. You know, we want to hear from some some additional men from around the country as well. But I mean, ladies, you heard them. If you're not down with us. You know when we're in the basement, when we're you know laid off. That was actually a question over in the friends group a couple of days ago. A lot of women said they you know weren't really wouldn't really be feeling that situation. Well, a lot of times you don't know that guy's situation. You know what I mean? I've been laid off before. I know some other fellows have been laid off. You know, fired even. You know what I mean? But hey, it's all about okay, who is that person and what is his potential? What what can where where will he be? Not where is he now, but where will he be in five years? You know, But we'll talk about that. A lot of y'all don't have no problem riding out in your own situation while you're going through some things, but are very leery about riding it out with a man when he's going through some things, yet want to reap the benefits of it later on when it's convenient. But like I said, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, let me go ahead and introduce the rest of my panel, though. We talked to uh, Lewis, My man Marv is here as well. Marv is the... Marv might be the all-time king in, uh, in, in in these threads over in the Friends of on Tober Show group. Man, he's got some uh, conversation starters. You know, I mean, I don't think he's had a thread that's, you know, it, been less than a couple hundred comments. So definitely a shout-out to Marv. In fact, many of his... Uh, topics that he expressed, you know, he put into the group, we're actually going to be discussing tonight in the second part of tonight's show, where we're going to turn it into not an Ask, date On Advice edition of Barbershop, but just Ask the Fellas, you know, and these questions come straight from you guys, so I'm going to utilize these guys tonight, and we're just going to do what we we did. We weren't live yesterday for Advice Monday, so we're just going to go ahead and, you know, make it an Advice edition of Barbershop Talk as well,
3: so I'm excited. Mark, what's going on with you, though? All right. Good evening, uh, Brother Daydon, Lewis, James. It's a pleasure to be back. Uh, you mentioned King of Threads. Man, I can't take any credit for that. You know, the only king is Jesus Christ himself. So I just feel like I'm I'm posting threads that kind of strike nerves, uh, you know, in the hearts of uh, people out here who can actually relate on a personal level, which requires them or, you know, gets them involved and gets them motivated to um, share their own personal story. So, uh I mean, a, a topic like tonight is very interesting and is much needed. I actually went on YouTube and and typed in uh, Black Men with Potential, and I didn't really get any uh, responses. I didn't get any videos. I didn't see anyone's opinions like that, so uh, at least none that was worthy of, of me actually watching. So that just goes to show you that a topic like this is, is much needed. It's a topic that really hasn't been discussed in detail and in length, and, um, you know, I appreciate you for just allowing us to share our personal experiences for the sake of uh, of men out here who are also in that in that position where they may be young, they may be up and coming, and they feel like um, they're being passed over by a lot of uh, women and, and and they internalize that and feel like, you know, what's wrong with me? Am I doing something wrong? You know, this this is a great forum for them as well as women out here who are genuinely looking for a, a God, but they feel like they're being passed over as well by, by men who are bitter or men who will who rather choose to be players. Because they've been passed over themselves, so I mean it affects everybody on, on so many different levels. And um, you know, I'm just glad to be a part of tonight's show.
0: Absolutely, man. Definitely glad to have you here. And again, I want to just shout out Marv again. I, um, you know, I mentioned it the other night, but Marv was actually gracious enough to buy. You guys have been copping these 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 "Don't Be a Psycho" shirts all summer long. And I appreciate the support. You guys look great in them. The people who have uploaded them, uh, Marv actually bought. You know, just for the heck of it, to be a you know be a blessing to some ladies out there. He actually bought five T-shirts, and we're gonna we we gave a couple away uh, the other night live on the show. But we just want to give them away. You know, obviously Marv's not gonna wear them, so we're gonna go ahead and you know give them. So if you if you want a shirt, uh, go ahead. Maybe you you know one uh, one caller, a couple calls may get a couple shirts tonight. Call in six four six two zero 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 three six six. Otherwise, we still have some on clearance over at trc com. check out the website get yours before they're all gone these are limited ed- edition you know once they're gone that's that's pretty much it so go ahead and get these uh these uh limited edition uh tank tops uh lastly on my panel you know honestly man you, you know it'll be hard to find uh, we talked about Lewis, we talked about Mar, but James, man, he obviously keeps it real, as real as any man, you know, I've ever, uh, you know, spoken to, um, you know, as far as you, you know, who he is, what he's about, what he's looking for in a wife, and understand, I'm the only married man here on this panel, these are all Christian men of God looking for a wife, you know, single brothers out here, ladies, so when, you know, when these guys speak, you know, I was just right there with them a couple of years ago, I just celebrated three years, not too long ago, I mean, Actually, a couple of weeks ago, actually, but um, understand, we all, you know, have been there. These guys are going through it now, so ladies, I cannot stress enough. When these fellas are talking, listen, you know what I mean? You're not you Listen, there are not too many debates in these barbershops. The only debates you all see are on Facebook. When you put a, a group of black, single black men or just black men in general in a room together, 90% of the time there's no arguments. They're just pretty much bouncing ideas and topics off each other. The only... Understand, hear what I'm saying, guys I, You know, A lot of people, different people Listen in different groups The only debates are in these groups with single women These brothers know what they're talking about We're speaking from all, speaking from personal experiences Understand that James is here with us He keeps it as real as anyone James, what's going on with you tonight?
4: Hey, you fellas, man, it's been a while uh, Good to be back And you got a great topic Great topic tonight, very real, very relevant um, I definitely look forward to getting into this show, man, because I have so many experiences that relate to this topic. Um, you know, the sad part is, man, there's a lot of, lot of, lot of single women out here, man, that the only concern they have is, you know, what the man can do for them. You know, and um, you know, I definitely look forward to getting into the show, man. I got some great insight to give.
0: Absolutely man, look forward to utilizing you. just a couple orders of business before we go further. I mentioned this being uh the 50 year uh you know inter- anniversary of the march on Washington. I told you guys a couple weeks ago, we did our classic show uh, where we dissected the word nigger, that whole term, the origins of it, how it relates to today's society. That was one of, a very highly rated show from a couple weeks ago. If you missed that, check it out. I told you part 2 will be my general overall in-depth look at race relations in america where we're going to talk about just race and 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 um, just race relations you know uh stop and frisk i mean just so much everything regarding the black community the white community how we interact with each other race relations in america that special will be this week i'm actually i'm thinking about sunday night don't hold me to that but definitely this week you know, keep keep an eye on these updates, because that will be a groundbreaking show. It will be an eye-opening show. Uh, on that show, we're also going to do an in-depth analyzation and review of the classic movie, The Butler. I'm telling you guys, I'm giving you all some time, because I, I just saw it on Sunday, right? And, you know, I've been talking about this show for a while, and I was going to do this show, but I'm so glad that I decided to wait to do it after I saw that movie. That movie was powerful. I'm telling you, go see it if you haven't already, but we absolutely will do. You know that will be like a two-part show. We're going to incorporate everything. So I'm just telling y'all, look out for that show this week. Definitely don't want to miss that one. Although if you do, all shows in our six-year history, over a thousand shows, are in the archives at com as well as on iTunes. Let's go ahead and jump into it, guys. Like I, everyone's talking about, we've got a great topic. I want to talk about it from, and I just, you know, I just want to talk. I just want to I just want to chop it up with the fellas about our experiences, man. We can just start right at the top of the list. Start with Louis, man. We're talking tonight if you're just joining us, you know, potential. We've all we're all successful men at this point in our lives. We're all successful. We're all ha- are doing and have done some great things, you know what I mean? Attractive brothers Successful brothers, educated brothers, you know we we have realized and achieved. Still have some some work to go. All of us we're still still you know striving for for additional greatness. But you know, Lewis started off, man. You know what personal experiences do you have from back in the day when you weren't successful, when you weren't uh, living in your calling, living in your career? What experience did you have with women who were? unable, or unwilling to recognize your potential?
1: Oh, they don't. I can I can think of one in particular. Um, when I first came to Mobile, you know, I, I started I, my field of social work, and I was entry level, just, just bottom basement. I was living with my aunt, my uncle, and a couple female cousins and all their children, sharing one bathroom, sleeping on a, a fold-out couch. And I was, you know, I was working with this woman, you know, and I liked her, and and I think everybody in the office knew she was feeling me, and she had kind of this 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 bougie vibe. I mean, you know, always bragging about do three hundred dollar Dooney purses and all of that. And I think on one occasion, you know, she made this comment about, uh, well, she know that I don't have no money, you know, just just stuff like that. Uh, and every time I stepped to her. You know, she made me feel like I was beneath her, like I, like I didn't measure up to her standards. And, you know, in about five or six years, like you were saying about that time period, you know, Christ brought me to where I'm at today. I mean, he opened the door for me to go back to school and get a master's degree. Um, you know, I was, when, I, when I left my aunt and uncle, I went to the apartment. And then from the apartment, he blessed me to be able to, uh, to, be a, to, to start paying a mortgage on a home, you know, a cause paid off, and you know, last time I checked with her, she was, you know, she's got married. She's in this miserable marriage, and she's putting up, putting a uh, ex coworker up, you know, trying to see what's going on with me in my life on Facebook. So I can definitely relate, you know, because I think I told her, but I think I may have mentioned it to her before. See if she has just hung in there with me, you know, when I was on the ground level. You know, we might have had a future, but she just wanted to play games. So now she's where she's at, you know, and and I'm where I'm at right now. Uh, You know, I'm enjoying my job. I I get eight weeks off during the summer page, you know, so I can do what I need, whatever I want to do. So I can definitely, you know, relate to what you're saying, definitely.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) Let me just piggyback off you, man. Like, that's the funny thing about it. You know, a a lot of men – you know, have similar, I mean, I don't, in fact, I don't know a man who doesn't have a similar story, you know, and I think back about my own personal life, you know, as far as women that I dated when I was in my early 20s, you know, just graduated from school, you know, I actually moved back home. For about, you know, my mom even taught, and I've told this story, you know, we've done, funny things, we've actually done this topic a couple of years ago, to be honest with you guys, but never with this group of guys here. You know, if you remember, it's probably one of the best shows we've ever done, actually. very, It's always a good topic. You can probably Google, now while it's on my mind, just Google recognizing a man's potential. If you Google that, on the, you know, on the Day Don Tolbert show, that show from a couple of years ago with Gerald and Dre, you know what I mean, like some of the other fellas, you know, Virgil from, from back in the day, all talking about these same issues. And it will be an interesting case study to see how you got four men tonight saying the same thing, at least like four or five, six men a couple of years ago saying the all the same, all same things and, and telling the same stories. Just thought I would, you know, share that with you guys. Check it out. But back, you know, like I said, I moved back home, you know, with my mom and my father. You know what I mean? And, and it was funny. My mom, she told me, she's like, look, I already know you got, you know, we've talked about your plan. We know what you're doing. But I'm just letting you know you got a year. I said, that's cool. Listen, guys, I was out of there. She was like, you know, you got a year, you got to go. Because my mom and dad aren't into that, you know, just staying at the crib. And, you know, and I obviously I, I'm not into that either. But I was out of there, stacked up some money, got it. You know, I was working, stacked up some money. And I was out in like six months, seven months tops. You know, what I mean, moved into an apartment, you know, was working and things like that. And it's interesting because a lot of, when, when I moved out, that's when all these stories, well, I can't say that, it, it's, it was another chapter, you know what I mean? The, all the college stories then became the, you know, the single, you know, professional stories, the bachelor stories. And, you know, I, I interacted with some women while in the, in the you know, those six months who obviously were not receptive to the fact that I lived at home with my parents. They just weren't feeling that, you know what I'm saying. And, you know, it, it was what it was, and we can talk. You know, we, you guys, if, if you're if you're, you know, been around for a while, you know the real reasons why they weren't receptive to that. You know what I'm saying? But they they wanted the, their own space. They wanted that, you know, quiet time, quality time, or whatever you will call it. You know, getting their backs. You I know, mean, let's just be real about it. You know what they want. And so, after I moved out, a lot of those same women were coming back. Hitting me up, you know, reaching out on on I think black planet at the time, you know, myspace, things like that, trying to see what was up, and you know, and some of them you know they made it over to the to the new crib, some did not, you know, and then that was that, you know, none of no future with any of them, and i'm I'm telling this story the way I'm telling it because I want women to understand. And I, you know, and I'm, I'm going to pass the mic in a second, but I want you all to understand something, okay? Just, if you do not support that man, if you do not show interest in, in that man, if you look down on that man when he is down on his luck or when he, because funny thing is, I wasn't down on my luck. I was just in a period of, of time where I was cool. I didn't have a lot of money. I had a goal, but I was still good. I was content, but they were not content because of what they saw in me. But I knew where I was going. I saw this day coming. You understand that? And I'm just telling you, a lot of these men, when you come back, when you hit him up, don't, please do not mistake, okay, that interest. Do not mistake him allowing you to come over. Please don't mistake going out on a couple of dates for genuine interest. That man will never forget how you treated him. That man will never see a future with you if you didn't see a future with him when he was down. You guys understand that if anything, depending on where, you know, what stage that man is in, if anything, it will lead to sex. And for many of you, that may require, and I'm just being honest, I'm not justifying it, I'm just keeping it real with y'all. For many of you, that may require him playing the role, pretending, acting. And then once those panties come off, you're like, oh my gosh, what happened? Well, it's not a surprise that it happened, because remember, you didn't want him then, so he doesn't want you now. You giving him sex does not change the fact that, you know. You see what I'm saying? The sex doesn't change anything, which is what I think a lot of women don't understand. After those three months go by, you're thinking, oh my gosh, yeah, now we can have sex because he really likes me. No, it's not about three months. He's thinking about three years ago. That's, and that's the, the 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 time period y'all need to be more concerned about. What role did you play in his life in the beginning as opposed to now? A lot of y'all are wondering why he's not committing, okay? No man is going to commit to it. I know I'm talking a lot. I got a lot to say. But no man is going to commit to a woman who he feels does not support him 100% and always has. Marv, man, I'm going to pass this mic on to you, man. What stories... You know, first of all, can you relate to anything Lewis had to say, myself had to say? What personal stories do you have about women failing to see your
3: potential? Can I relate? Of course, man. I think any, any man, any productive black man out here who's really trying to make a mark in this society and really try to stay on their grind and, you know, do what they're supposed to do for the sake of their future family, they can all, they can all relate, you know, to, to struggling and, and, and experiencing women and how, they, and how they perceive them during the struggle. And then when they make it, you know, those same women come around, like you said. I mean, we've all, we've all had that experience. I mean, I, honestly, now I don't know how you want to make this a two-hour show because uh, there's so many stories and so many experiences that we can all share. You know, we'll be here all night. But the reality is what I've, what I've been seeing out here just personally and then just from other guys is how women um, assess a value in a man based on what they see as opposed to their character. And you have a lot of guys out here that are fronting, Meaning they'll, they'll they'll literally spend their last dime on external items, knowing that that's the bait that's going to attract a woman. Uh, I have a friend who you know he you know he, he buys the latest Gucci and Prada and and all that good stuff, and he drives a, a luxury car, you know, but he lives home. I mean, and he has no intentions on moving out. His his mom is an enabler, you know. She she's she's like as long as he's um, happy and he's he he's safe, that's that's fine, you know, and he and he, he's content. So, but he just he gets all the women, you know, and 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 it's just unfortunate for the woman because uh, in her delusional mind, she's looking at the man, you know, and she's and she's seeing what he has and what he's driving and what he's wearing, and she's equating that as success, not knowing that you know he's pretty much not doing anything out here. So, you know, anytime he entertains, he never takes him back to his spot. He always takes him to a friend's spot, fronts like it's like it's his or or that he owns the property. Or he'll take him take her to a hotel and really really put on that front, which is which is corny, but it works for him because at the end of the day he's getting what he wants, and that affects that 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 affects us when we're looking for a potential mate because those are the same women who've been dogged by guys like that, and you know they're they're turned off to to what a quality man is supposed to be. So um, you know it's 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 just interesting, man, how how a woman who chases materialism. You know, is is negatively affected, and how that affects a man who's looking for a quality woman. So it's like a, it's like a trickle-down situation. It affects everybody, you know, that's involved. And you know, again, this is a really important topic that these women need to uh, really need to pay attention to tonight.
0: You know what, Mark? I want to piggyback off what you said, man, because you know it's funny. I I, I feed off of you guys too, man, because a lot of the stories that y'all are telling you know, I, I can personally relate to, and they bring about other stories that I may not have even been thinking about. And it's funny. I, I, I had a homie back in the day, and um, I remember he told me, he was like, yo, man, you know, cause he, you know he was kind of down on his luck. He was like, yo, I, I'm about to get this whip, man. I'm about to get this new car, you know what I mean? I can't wait that I'm going to get all the chicks. I'm like, what? Like, what do you what do you mean? Like, this, you, you got to, you getting women is, you know, it depends on whether or not what car you're driving. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, you know how these chicks are, man. They, you know, you see they see the nice car at the letout and da-da-da-da-da. I mean, you know, and which is true, but it like Marv said, that's corny. I couldn't even relate to him. I could put on a white tee and some Tims. I mean, that's not how I dress, but I could do that, and it's, it's all about who you are. It's all about the confidence that you have and what you bring to the table. A car, you know, any woman who's impressed by a car or 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 you know, you popping bottles in, in, in VIP. I mean, I live that whole lifestyle, you know, and it's funny. That is, you know, there's a very small percentage of good people out here. And I, when I say good people, I mean people of substance, both men and women. What I mean by that is, you know, there's, you know, we look at the black community. It's very jacked up, which we talk about, you know, on a regular basis. The vast majority of men out here are, doing, are living the life Marv just described. You know, pulling, living at home, you know, or success, you know, having an apartment, financially successful, successful, educated, you know, living that player lifestyle, you know, popping bottles, buying women drinks at the club, luxury car, new outfits, new clothes, Gucci this, Louis that. I mean, that's you know the vast majority of of black men out here. You know, it's just, I mean, I'm not. That's just what it is. And the vast majority of single black women out here are impressed by that. So what you see on a large scale is these loser men who are liars, dogs, cheaters, and players living this fake lifestyle. The, I call it the fake call center ballers, you know, making 35000 a year but living at home. So it appears as if they're you know, making 65000 a year because that's really all it takes. You know what I mean? That's really that's the only difference. You know, you add, you know, uh, uh, you know, forget a mortgage. You add a seven, eight hundred dollar rent payment, utilities on there. You're at twelve hundred a month right there. You know, if not more. Utilities, phone, cable, gas, electric, all that stuff. You subtract all of that, and you move back in mom's crib where you just help out with a couple bills, but you're making forty thousand a year. You're a baller now. You know, all of a sudden you're rich. You know. You move out, then then you're super poor. You can go from super rich to super poor just from your, your your living arrangement. To be real with you, and if you're not super rich, you can ball like you know in front like you are super rich. Because everyone knows forty thousand ain't super rich, but it, you know if you're a single man with no kids, you know depending on whether or not you got a car note. You go down to the auction, you're driving a you know a two thousand two Acura. You put some rims on. You think you're doing something. These women out here are impressed. And then bam, you're 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 the new baller, right? And women are oh my gosh, she's so you get your haircut every week. He's so handsome. He bought a blazer from for from forty dollars at Burlington Coat Factory. Oh my gosh, she got some Stacy Adams. He got from K and G for thirty nine ninety nine. You know, let me go give him some. You know what I mean? Let me give him some sex because he's doing something. No, he's not doing nothing. You know. Meanwhile. You got the actual great men of the world, like Lewis, like James, like Marv, who are actually doing something with their lives, maybe not be the quote-unquote ballers, but are doing something with their lives and will be something and have become something. Those are the guys that are getting passed over. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's you know, and I'll say one last thing. I'm going to pass the mic over to my man James because here's the thing. I've counseled. You guys know I counsel women. I've worked with well over 500 women and. I've literally asked the same question, literally hundreds of times. I say, ladies, and I say, you know, well, you dealt with this guy, you know, he ended up cheating on you, you know, with your best friend or got you pregnant, gave you you whatever the case ends up being, you know, what was it that you liked about him? What was it that was appealing to him? What, you know, what did you you viewed him to be a great man? Evidently, you know, what was great about him? I say, well, you know, he was successful. He, you know, he he was. Uh, educated, you know, he he talked. He's well spoken. He dressed nice. Had a nice smile. Nice sense of humor. He laughed. I said, okay, I, but I asked you what was great about him. He said, what do you mean? Those are great qualities. I said, listen, sweetheart, those are not great qualities. And so you know, that's you know they become bewildered and puzzled. And I said, well, look, you, you know, this is why these types of situations are happening because you're you're assessing greatness. You know, the greatness is determined by financial and educational success. But that's not greatness. Greatness is defined by someone how someone treats you, not who they are, not what organization they're a part of. It's what they not what they do in life, not how much money they have in the bank or even where they live. It's about who he is as a person. It's about what his relationship with God is like. How he interacts with you. Without those qualities, that man is nothing. So you've got, you know, forget the glitz and glamour, forget the bling, forget the, the rims. Those things are insignificant. A lot of the, the, these doctors out here, guys, I've heard a lot of these stories. The doctors, the lawyers, these quote-unquote entrepreneurs, these are the, the guys who were in the, 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 the heat, the, their heyday, the, you know, the peak of their, their player stage a lot of them in that dog stage where they're just looking for some sex from these quote-unquote professional women who are seeking someone who is quote-unquote on their level. That's the problem. They're not, and this is this is the, really the focal point of tonight. You got these successful single black women who are only going after Men who are on their level, which means if they have a master, I want a man with a master's. If I have a Ph.D., I want a man with a Ph.D., or at least with a master's, or at least a bachelor. Forget the guy who's a truly great Christian, you know, man of God, but he didn't finish school, but he's working on it, but he's just a great guy. He's working on his business. You know what I'm saying? What about, you know, the guy who... You know, does live at home with his mom, but they have an arrangement where he can save up thirty thousand for a down payment on a two hundred thousand dollars house. But you don't, you even, even though he tells you that, right? It's and you understand that, you see the goal, you know he's in school, you know he already graduated, but is specifically saving for a house. Would you believe me? Would you, would you believe that, ladies? So many women will still not deal with that man, even though they are clear about saving thousands of dollars for a down payment on a house. James, is not is that not amazing? What experiences do you have?
4: Man, not, I have so many experiences um as a as a young man, you know, straight out of college and I have experiences uh now dealing with the same issue, man, and and, and you hit the nail on the head. You and the rest of the fellas um I, I just don't understand why these ladies Assume because a man is a doctor or he's a lawyer or he's you know in a in a high status position that makes him a good man. Because I have a couple of homies in New York City, um, one of them is is you know 25 and making well over a hundred thousand dollars a year, and man this guy is the he is the biggest dog you can imagine, man. He's stringing along three professional uh, black women right now, and all of them have no idea what he's doing. And, you know, they're assuming because he's making, you know, he's making a lot of money that, you know, that's that's the man that they want. And he's the ideal man when, in fact, you know, he's the direct opposite. And, uh, man, I have stories. Like I said, when I got out of college, man, I was just getting out of school, didn't really have a whole lot of time to work a full-time job. Man, I was working two or three part-time jobs. I was working at the bookstore. I was working a weekend job at at a Dollar General store, man, um, unloading trucks. Um, man, I had a I had an old Mercury Topaz. I don't even know if they still make those things. Hold on, I
0: had the Topaz. I had the Topaz too.
4: <laughs> yeah, man, that thing used to leak so much oil. Man, I'm telling you what. And uh, man, I'm telling you, I was just struggling. Man, I was I was on I was trying to get on my feet, and I was living with a roommate, which was another thing that you know a lot of women wasn't really feeling. And uh, man, you know, if you looked at my outside situation, you would think you know, this this guy doesn't have too much, but um people that really know me, if they were to ever come into my room, I had I always had goals to open my wall, man. How much money I want to make in the next five years, what degrees I wanted to get in the next five next three to five years, uh, where I wanted to live, the places I wanted to travel, I always had a goal and a vision for where I wanted to be at. But you see a lot of women wouldn't stick with me long enough to see where I wanted to go. What they were interested in was where I was at at that at that particular moment, man. And um, man, I had numerous women, man, numerous women that um, today are hitting me up on my on my Facebook, hitting me up on the email, asking me how I'm doing. The same women, six, seven, ten years ago, would not give me the time of a day, man. They looked down at me, they looked down at the the plain clothes that I wore, they looked down at the car that I drove, man. They look down at the place that I live and, and now that my income is tripled, you know, and now they want to come back and, and they're trying to figure out, you know, you know, what you're up to now. And to be honest with you, man, you made a comment earlier about, you know, men women coming back into men's lives. Man, I have absolutely no respect for women um that, that treated me that way, man. I have zero respect for them. Um, if I was in a different stage in my life, um I would probably entertain them, and, and it would be a strictly sexual thing. It wouldn't be anything um, anything dealing with a long-term relationship. It would just be me getting sex out of them.
1: But I'm not at
4: this stage in my life right now, man. But um, every every point you've made, every point that Marv, every point that um, Lewis has made, man, has been absolutely on point. And ladies got to be careful about overlooking a man um, just based off of what they see because you never know the type of dude that you're dealing with, because he may not have what you're looking for in the physical at that moment, but he can have a millionaire mindset, and you don't want to take the risk of uh, looking over a man that has that, that potential and has that has that millionaire mindset because he can he can one day be a potential blessing to
0: you, to your family, and to to many other people. All right, it, it's it's interesting, man. You know, it's funny that you said that that word millionaire mindset. You know, I'll tell you a quick story. Back in the day, you know, and I, I, funny thing, God, you know, you guys know my, my, my company, Tobert Relationship Counseling. That, you know, you see a, you know, a lot of the ads, you, you know, you see the, you know, me, you know, testimonies, different things like that. It's all materializing now and has been over the last several years. But what a lot of people don't know is that in the middle of the night, you know, about 12 years ago, God gave me a vision. You know what I'm saying? I'm being honest with you all. Like, I literally woke up, and it was just, like, Talbert Relationship Counseling. Now, this was literally right after school. This was, like, 01. You know what I mean? Literally, right, right when I graduated from school, I'm, like, not even, I'm like totally lost. I had, was not living for God, was not doing anything, was really just out there, you know, lost, wilding out, having fun, doing, you know what I mean? And not even thinking about this period of my life now. But God gave me this. He said, Talbert Relationship Counseling, you're going to be a counselor. It was just weird. I was like, okay, I have no idea what that is, but that name just stuck. And I was like, wait a minute, that's interesting. I said, I'm thinking, I maybe, mean, you know, I just kind of put in the back of my mind, but that is when the idea came, and it just it never left. It was on the back burner, you know, for a long time, but couple, two years after that, 2003, is when I actually started it. You know, I got, you know, it was obviously not how it is now, but that's when I started doing what I'm doing now. Now, obviously, I've gone through some changes personally, spiritually, mentally professional a lots happened over those 10 years but that's when it started that's when you know what I'm saying I'm just telling y'all you have to see a man's potential and when people, you know a lot of these types of guys who will go on to become successful you know you know in their you know early to mid even late 30s sometimes that idea is there it's it's you, get, you we give birth to it you know, years, maybe even a decade prior. And so if we happen to come across you at that period, ladies, you know, like my wife did, you understand? It's important to help that man, to support that man. Don't look down on that man because you may already be in your career. See, you got to look at it. Men, everyone knows men tend to develop, you know, slower, you know, and we take different routes a lot of times, whereas a lot of women it's like, Okay, you're going straight through college, you graduate college at 20, 21, you know, by 22, you have your master's, by 25, maybe PhD, if not, you know, you're you're in your career, you know, by 30, you're like corporate executive, you're like, you know, executive vice president at the bank or something crazy, you know what I mean, you're like the supervisor, you're, so at 30, you're like already where you're going to be and only have up to go. Whereas we as men, we might just be getting started. Or we may be, you know, have gotten started, but it's just not where we want it to be. So, you know, so does that mean you should look down on that man? Does that mean that you should not give that man a chance because you're making 100000 and he's he's on unemployment, but he has a dream? That will, like, he has that millionaire mindset? See, what y'all, what y'all don't realize is that, see, back in the day, I actually had that. I could pull it up and post it in the group. It was called, and I, you know, if you've, if you've done counsel with me, I have you guys do this. Uh, so many of you come up with what I call a millionaire plan. I did this. It's actually on an old uh, uh, Excel document. I mean, a Word document uh, from back in the day. It's a millionaire plan, you know. And it was my millionaire plan of how I was going to make a million dollars. Now, obviously, my that's not my goal anymore. You know what I mean? But a lot of the things I'm doing now. We're on that list It's just that my motivation For doing them Is not financial You understand That's still a business But that's not my goal Back in the day I wanted to be rich I want to be rich and famous That was my goal You know what I, mean? I have no problem Telling you Now I see That that's not What God has for me That's not what That's not even What I want You know what I mean This is a whole other conversation As far as why I don't want that But I guess my point is Ladies A lot of these men Have their own Millionaire plan. So to speak, and until you recognize that and you're willing to watch it develop, because it doesn't happen overnight. See, real quick, I'll tell you one quick story, and I want to go back to my man Marvin Lewis. But one quick story, which I got to realize I took a, a interesting route. You know, I went from, like I said, living with my mom. You know, I was actually that call center player for, you know, making forty thousand dollars a year, had an apartment. Seemed like I was balling, but I wasn't, but I could I could front, I could get over it. Women, everyone who came in contact with me would have thought that I was I was balling, you know, had to, I, I, several stories I'll tell you. all But, you know, I, I went on to work at the bank, left the call center, went on to work at the bank, was making over $100,000, really balling at that point, no kids, really balling. Left that to write my book, to start my company, you know what I'm saying, really, I'm talking about really, you know, Get into the company and, and do that. Uh, follow my dream. So obviously, that, that my finances took a severe hit. You know what I'm saying. And a lot of women who saw me when I was and knew me when I was making a lot more money, they tended to drop off. You know what I'm saying. They kind of disappeared. They were like, "Whoa, you're leaving the bank to do what? You want to help people? You want to write a book? Like, okay, I'm not really feeling that because they were selfish. They were only thinking about." Not so much what we could do together, but what I could do for them, what I could provide for them. And it's not about that, ladies. It's about who this person is and what you can do together. You know, if you're dealing with a certain man, he's going to provide regardless. That's not, See, that's the problem. Many women in today's society are used to growing up with no good niggas. You know, dad wasn't around, brothers ain't doing nothing. The guys they've had sex with and been in relationships with were not providers, so they've only, they, you know, they've they know what that's like. So they have made a, a pact with themselves to never go back to that. But what they don't realize is that when you're dealing with a certain type of man, he's not even going to put you into that situation. He's not your father who ran out. He's not the drunk. He's not the alcoholic. He's not the abuser, the liar, the dog, the cheater. You know what I'm saying? But you're looking at him and you're. Conducting yourself with him as if he is, and that's causing a lot of problems, which is really the epitome of emotional unavailability. You're basing your future interactions with men based off of past failed situations or bad experiences with father, with ex-boyfriend, ex-fiance, whoever it is, baby daddy, whatever it ends up being. You, everyone deserves a clean slate, ladies. You have to see our potential, regardless what whoever else did in the past. You know, Lewis, Any any experiences with that? Any other uh, things that you might have wanted to share? Oh man, I like what you just said. Who that person is, and what you all
1: can do together. Um, I'm so glad that you uh, you know you went into depth. Um, reminds me of when you were talk when you had the show when you were talking about the DOM and you went into depth that it's not just about appearance. Well, one thing I love about this show is how you you know we just we just you know breaking it down and like you were saying, and like uh, the other fellas were saying, you know, you got doctors and you got lawyers and you got, you know, men, you know, making all that money and and doing all that stuff, but they have no character whatsoever. You know, they're out there like, like you all were saying, you know, they just trying to get as much sex as they can get. Um, But, you know, what ladies need to understand is one thing about, you know, one thing about in my own personal life, the common thread, you know, through the, through five years and through where I'm at today is is Christ, you know, and that's where and that ties into that character, you know. That when you hear women talking about, you know, well, you know, I want somebody on my level and I want somebody with this degree and with in in doing this and doing that and in in making this, you never hear them say anything about his character. You never hear them say anything about what kind of relationship he has with Christ, because you know that. My relationship with Christ is what is what helped me out, you know, and it also helps me help me with you know what I wanted to do in the future because I got into social work, like you were saying, you know, I was thinking about helping people, you know, and to get my master's degree. That was I don't look at it in some kind of way that makes me this and makes me that. Christ knew I needed it to do what I to get into the school system, which is where I'm at now, and and doing what I want to do and helping people. So you know. I'm just, I'm just really grateful that you you fellas broke it down, you know, and, and it took it a step further about a man's potential. You know, it's not just potential. Like you saying, you know, the man could be a plumber, He and he can definitely provide for his family. He can have plans for the future. It's not just about, you know, as far as the potential, what he can do. I mean, what he's necessarily, you know, what kind of disagree and all that, but what about his character? What is his potential in Christ? Because I can tell you right now, I'm not the same guy I was when I first came to Mobile, and and I'm grateful for that. So, you know, I really appreciate you fellas breaking it down, and ladies just understand it's, it's, you know, that character element is very important, very important.
0: Yeah, and and what it ends up being is, you know, a lot of women are, are, they're specifically looking for men who are the opposite of their father, you know. And so if their dad was the plumber or the electrician, and, you know, let's say he didn't make a lot of money and, you know, money was always tight around the household with it. You know, it's like they have these nightmares. They're like, whoa, I can't even take a chance at, at, at things being like that, you know? So I'm just going to not even give him a shot, but it's not about that. Like you said, it's about character, you know, who, and, and, and again, I don't want women to think that this show, and you know, it's funny, you know, the vast majority of people who debate have literally never heard this show. That's why, you know, many people will listen to this show secretly. Live. There's no way in hell where you're going to have all this debate, you know, and like, like I said, like 15 different groups, you know, and so many different people, you know, saying different, all. you know, all types of things. But these phone lines not going crazy, you know, because the reality is when you hear all these brothers, good brothers, Christian brothers, saying the same thing, it's like, you know, it's so, like, you know, what's that scripture? When a man's ways please the Lord, even his enemies will be at peace with him. And that's why, that's what you see here, guys. We're speaking from a biblical perspective. We're speaking from personal experiences. And at the end of the day, you know, someone asked me, matter of fact, somebody asked me the other day, they said, well, you know, what is a, what is a great woman? Well, you know, well, what? because what, I said, um, you know, in today's society, men have absolutely no problem with commitment. I said that the problem is finding a woman worthy of committing to. So you already know that caused some problems. You know, that caused some, some, uh, some feedback, we'll put it like that. You know, and, and so I said, minute. Oh, what's a great woman? What's, you know, well, a great woman is what we're talking about today. You know, a great woman is someone who sees the potential, not just who sees the potential, but who's not afraid to take a chance at looking at the potential. Because that's what it takes, is a chance. You know, you may already be established, and he may not. My wife took a chance. You know, she's a corporate America type of woman. She's always been. She's been the same job like ten years. You know what I mean? Just, just recently got a new uh, a new job, but that's just what she does. She, you know, that's that's her. That's not me. I've never been in a job for more than two years. You know, I've I, and never. I was wondering why. But the reason is because I'm not made for that. That's not. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I'm born to do. This is what I was put here to do is exactly what you hear and what you guys see me doing throughout the day through counseling. You understand it? But, see, a lot of women out here would not be okay, you know, with where TRC was a couple years ago. or where You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't always have eight to ten clients per day. I didn't always do that. You understand that? Money wasn't always the way it is now. It was not all, you know, so it takes a special, what I'm saying is it takes a special woman to, to take a chance on, not just you, but take a chance on what they want their future to be. You understand that? And that, ladies, I mean, that's just one of many things, but that's a big part of what defines a great woman. In fact, last night's show was a rebroadcast of Barbershop Talk Tuesdays where we discussed the definition of a dime with the fellas you're hearing from tonight, Lewis, James, Marv, all-time classic show. We, I rebroadcasted it last night where we defined exactly what it means to be a perfect ten. you know, a woman, not just from a physical standpoint, but from an emotional, mental, you know, standpoint as well. Marv, man, I know you. I know these stories have just been building up in your head, man. Let them, let them fly, man, and then let, later on we want to talk about <laughs> some of these discussions you posted in the group.
3: Yes, indeed, man. I mean, uh, you and I—we have a lot of commonalities as far as that entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I've only held one corporate job my entire life, and that was with a company called Ameriquest, which was a mortgage company uh, back in like 04, uh You know, it was good money, but it wasn't—it it didn't fit my personality, and I just wasn't happy doing what I was doing for a living. So, you know, I left that, and uh, you know, I, I entered the mental health field, got my master's as well as Lewis, um, and you know, the rest is history. So, like, we men. You know, we, we we chase positions that complement our personality, that allow us to really, really shine through and, and and really, you know, be at our best. But in the process of doing that, you have a lot of women out here who look at that and it kind of scares them off. You know, they look at that as a risk. They look at that as well. You know, there's really no guarantee. Uh, you know, they they look at us as being unstable, and that type of mindset is is going to be the death of them. You know, relationship wise, because. You know, you you can't enter a situation with doubts. You know, the same man that you're chasing with the with the S500 and the Gucci shoes, you know, he could he could lose that tomorrow as well. So, I think instead of chasing, instead of looking at the external to determine if this person is worthy. I mean, we always talk about character. We always talk about assessing a man's, you know, character. Look how he, you know, interacts with you. Look how he inter- interacts around his family. You know, pray pray to God, ask for the spirit of discernment to really determine if this man is worth sticking around with. You know, those are, those are some important factors that these women need to understand. Um, but a quick story, because you guys have been sharing, man, and I want to I want to open up as well. Uh, I had a you know, I had a little little meager apartment back in the day, and um, you know I was, I was dealing with this one chick. She was real bad. You know, I she was definitely you know she was definitely hot, and and uh, you know she used to come through you know quite often, and um, it, she kind of opened up my eyes one day because uh, you know women are real they're real snoopy, man, real nosy. You're Always like going through your stuff. So this one particular night. She was going through my closet. She was looking at my shirts, like she was literally like going through each individual shirt, looking at my shoes, looking at my pants. Um, and she was kind of clowning me a little bit, man. She was clowning me. She was like, I don't see, I don't see no Fendi in here. I don't see no, I don't see no Prada in here. You know, I'm just sitting there like, all right, well, you know, because I don't wear stuff like that. That's, that's not, that's not my thing. You know, they don't make it in my size. I'm just being honest. So. She told me she was like, look, you gotta you gotta step your weight up, you gotta get your weight up. Meanwhile, this chick lived in West Philly, you know. She she, she was on Section Eight, you know. She was just she was just a, a a physically attractive chick, but she wasn't really the type of woman that I would look at, you know, as a wife and, as, as a wife. You know, and no disrespect to the Section Eight women out there, but you know, I'm like, of all the people to say I need to step my weight up or get my weight up, you should be following your own advice. So that kind of hit a nerve, man. So you know, I dropped her off. That was it, I, I, and I lost the number. But it was at that moment, you know, I mean, yes, she what she said was wrong, but it kind of opened up my eyes to really look at it, you know, as a whole, and, and just made me just it just motivated me to like really take my take my game to another level. Um, I kind of I kind of thank her to this day, man. I, I'm glad that I met such a shallow and and and, and you know and, and delusional chick such as her because she really opened my eyes. And it confirmed, you know, a lot. Of, it confirmed the mindset of, of, of a lot of these shallow women out here. And you know, I wasn't happy with her. You know, I was only using her for one thing. And I can almost guarantee that she she's probably been ran through since I've been dealing with her by at least like ten, twelve guys. Just based on her men, her mentality and how she views men. So you know that that scenario woke me up. Um, you know, it, it changed my outlook on how I view women. Um, and you know, I, I'm just thankful for my experiences, man. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, you know, I, I always look at all of my experiences as learning lessons. You know, I, I never look at something as, um, you know, well, why me? Why did I go through that? You know, and a lot of men out here who are in a similar position who feel like they're being looked over or they're being ridiculed because of their present situation, you know, thank God that that woman showed that part of herself to you because you could have been investing your time, you could have been investing your energy into a shallow woman, and then let's say the next the next day you lose your job, you're going to lose her as well. Right. That's very true. I mean, listen, I just want to, you know, encourage y'all, y'all
0: just joining us, we're talking about the importance of, of recognizing a man's potential, and the fellas are just all sharing some of the realist stories, but, you know, and, and even though we're keeping it, obviously, you know, this is <laughs> as real as it gets, it, it gets realer, and I just want to take it to another level, because I want to go back tomorrow for a quick second, because this ain't no... Ain't no, none of these other sugar-coated, watered-down shows out here I just want to make it perfectly clear Because, you know, Marvin's a nice guy, you know And, and he, he doesn't want to say certain things in a, in, a, in a a vulgar manner I mean, even though he, did, he kept it real y'all, If y'all caught it But I just want to drive the point home Ladies, understicks I want to be clear about what we're talking about tonight You know, I want to be crystal clear This is not a perfect world This is not a world... Where everybody is a man who's on fire for Christ Like Lewis, like Daydan, like Marv, you know James That's, Everyone is not like that I wasn't always like that Marv was not always like that And the reality of the situation is In regards to tonight's show If you do not see a man's potential If you do come knocking five years later, three years later Be clear You Understand that story Marv just told you The point of this story is you will be used for sex, okay? And a lot of you can relate to that. A lot of you know what that's like to have a man have sex with you but never call you again. You know what it's like for him to have sex with you for six months but never commit to you, leading to you nagging and nagging and nagging and wondering and asking and begging, when are we going to be exclusive? When am I going to meet your parents? When are you going to update your Facebook status and the answer to that question is never and understand what we 're saying this is an imperfect world, but when you don't see a man recognize a man's potential when you look down on him when you like when you go through his stuff when you try to compare him to other men or say he should be somewhere other than where he is at this point, the result of that will not be positive. You may think you're in control at that moment, ladies, but at the end of the day, you're just going to get your back blown out by that man. It'll just be a friends with benefits situation, okay? And I'm just being real with you. And you know and I know, even though you claim to have some type of arrangement with that man, it's not really an arrangement, is it? Because no woman wants to be viewed as a whore. No woman wants to be objectified. Nobody wants to just have their body given away for sex and get no emotional stimulation back. You may act like it may sound good for a Facebook status, for a tweet, but at the end of the day when you're getting ready to go to sleep after listening to the Dayton Talbert show and the emotion wells up, And you know what I'm saying? And you really want to be held and you really wish you were in a loving, committed relationship. You got to start. The the, the way that you get out of that is by being honest. It's by being honest with yourself and saying, wow, you know what? I can relate and I don't want to be a friend with benefits. I'm not happily single. At the end of the day, I want love. I want the type of man that these guys are talking about, how they are now. This is what I want for my life. And the way that you you get that is, one, by giving your life to Jesus Christ and letting your actions and your behaviors and your lifestyle indicate that, but it's also the first step I always say is admitting that you want and need it. It's admitting that you, you know, want to change and to get that change, you have to start doing some things differently than you've been doing them throughout the first 30 years of your life, okay, because I can promise you. If these men don't want to be 35 and single, there's no way you want to be 35 and single or 40 and single or anything and single. No one wants to be single, okay? Stop looking at the the wrong quality. Stop looking at the things that don't even matter. None of this stuff matters. A man's car doesn't matter. His Fendi, it doesn't matter. His education, really, at the end of the day, doesn't matter. None of that, so your education doesn't matter. Okay? None of that stuff matters. Your bank account doesn't matter. The things that matter are your personality, your level of respectability, and your level of emotional availability. Those are the three things that these men look for in the best possible woman. Somebody asked me well, what's a great woman? That's what defines a great woman. And if you're still caught up in him being what your father was not, well, then that's not emotional availability. That's the epitome of emotional unavailability. A young woman uh, was stalking me in my inbox early this afternoon, wrote me a two-page letter, and after I asked her to just stop inboxing I said, well, look, you know, a lot of your questions are answered right at the show. Check out the archives. She kept inboxing me, and the reality is she was looking for help, you know. And I'm just saying, if you if you write a two-page letter to a man about anything, that's a cry for help. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying this isn't to blame you guys because if you want to be real about it, a lot of these men are bastards, you know, and they've, they're the reason for the cause of the emotional unavailability. But it, you know, at some point, ladies, you've got to do the self-reflection. You've got to start, you know, saying, "Hey, look, this is the role that I've played in in my experiences throughout the course of my lives or my you know, my life." James, man, you know, we we all got stories, man, but I just you know, and I apologize. You know how I get after not being live for a couple of days, man. I just I go crazy over the weekend sometimes, man. I can't wait to come back uh live with you guys. Shout out to Courtney, you know, uh my co host who is uh you know, we gave her the night off tonight. She's uh chilling in the Friends of the Day Don Tober show group will be she'll be back with us uh tomorrow night. But uh, you know, this is this is this is stuff that everybody can relate to. On one one way or another Every man can relate to what I'm talking about One way or another Every woman out here single Can relate to what I'm speaking of We'll open up Like I said, the phone lines are always open, guys 646 366 Hit the number one on your keypad We're talking about the importance of recognizing a man's potential Shout out to my man, Hill Harper uh, He did a great job uh, addressing that issue and that topic On uh, that special they did a couple years ago On, on uh, Nightline, I believe it was and, um, you know, to me, the only man who kept it real on that panel, you know, and, and so I think that's what we need. We need more real, you know, Christian, positive, uh, intellectual brothers to, to, to be honest with these women out here. But I see a couple calls on the line. Let me get my man, uh, James, jump in for a little bit. Then we'll open up the phone line to see what you guys have to say. Uh, James, man, what, any uh, thing you want to add to any of
2: that?
4: Great comments, fellas you know what they done, man I'm I'm 32 now and 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 I just moved to the east coast i live living in New York City and I've been here for about 3 years now man and um you know I I can't even begin to tell you man how how many you know 37 38 35 42 year old professional um six figure PhDs masters degrees how many professional women that I get approached by, or that I meet on a weekly basis, that are single and that are that are desperately looking. And um, you know, when I meet women like this, man, um, the first question I ask—and these are good-looking women, man—I mean, these are tra- attractive women, even in their late thirties and forties—and the first question I ask myself is, "How did, how did you get, how did, how did you get to that?" I, I ask myself, "How did how did these women get to this point?" To where um, a woman that good looking A woman that educated um, A woman that is Of that level Of uh, intelligence has Is still single man and, and it goes right back I think a lot of it goes back to this very topic A lot of these women At one point or another um, Had their opportunity um, To be with a good man They had their opportunity to be with the guy But for one reason or another um, Their pride um, Did not you know, did not allow them to be able to see this man's potential. And, uh, you know, I'm just being honest, ladies, you don't want to be 36, 37, 40 years old. You don't want to be that woman, um, you know, that is that is going home every night and doesn't have the love that she wants and, and, and has made those mistakes. And so, ladies, take your time with these men. Really, really get in the head to these men and figure out, you know, what their goals are, what they want to do. Where they want to go Because it's not what you see um, It's not all, always about what you see Sometimes like I said The man can have a millionaire mindset He can just be working his way up And you don't want to be that woman That's in her 40s and her late 30s and, and and has overlooked those those men You don't want to be that woman Please don't be that woman Because I, I get approached by them every day And I don't feel sorry for these ladies Because I know they had the opportunities
0: Right And I'll tell you also, It's funny I, You know I've uh, what was that? it was I think it was Saturday, you know, maybe Friday I posted something in the group where I was just kinda of reminiscing. I was out with my family. I'm just you know, I see this young woman every every Sunday. Uh one woman in particular who I see in church who um you know, who I was um you know, I met, you know, we had a very interesting uh interaction, good chemistry. We met at a, a you know, a, a popular lounge and um you know, I mean it wasn't anything serious but, you know, there was definitely a connection there. And I just—I mean, this is—and this is a story that could be applied to so many women that I've dealt with. Just, you know, attractive—you know, uh, there was—they were attractive. There was an attraction there, um, you know, good connection. But just the level of games, you know, the level of games. And we did a classic show a couple of weeks ago on the games being played in and out of the bedroom. Definitely check that out if you missed it, where we went into detail with some of these—you know—these types of stories. But one woman in particular, I see her every Sunday morning. Comes to church by herself I mean this is, this is literally 10 years later You know what I'm saying And I've been going to the church for close to 10 years You know what I'm saying And I literally see this chick like literally every week Now again I don't know what's going on But as James just said You know I mean I'm going to go ahead And go out on a limb and assume that she's single if, she's been, if I've been seeing her every Sunday For the last 10 years You know and I'm just saying ladies Don't be that woman don't be afraid to reach out for help. Don't be afraid to self-reflect because nobody wants to be, you know, again, there's nothing wrong with going to church by yourself, but I didn't like going to church by myself. So I know you guys don't like going to church by I mean, you know what I'm saying? Be honest. You'd rather be there with your boyfriend. You'd rather be there with your wife, you know, and this is goes both ways. Nobody wants to be single, okay? Be clear about that. But this young woman, I remember I posted in the group, I, I was like, uh, yo, so what's up? You know, we had a nice conversation. You know, and I was like, well, look, I'm, um, why don't you go ahead and give me your number? I'll give you a call sometime. We'll, you know, we'll uh, continue this conversation. And this was after having, like, I think we met on the dance floor at this little lounge or whatever. And, you know, we're, uh, you know, we left the dance floor, went to a quiet area, and we're actually having a nice conversation. I'm like, well, look, why don't you give me your number? And she was just like, well, how about this? Let me think about it. You know, I'm like uh, okay. So we we've been talking for a half hour here, but you want to think about giving me your number? She's like, yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm gonna think about it. You know, I'm gonna go if if you're still here in a little bit, like when I come back, then then you know I I I'll think about giving you my number. And it's almost it's just comical, you know what I mean, to even reminisce about that because it's just like this is a young woman who, and I see her now. I'm like, wow, God, thank you, Jesus, for for helping me avoid that situation, because she looks a hot mess now, but which is which is beside the point. You know what I'm saying? But it's just that don't be that woman, you know. And you could tell it's like she had every intention. I've played that game in the past, but you know, in my early days, just to get what I wanted. But at that particular point in my life, I had no interest whatsoever in playing that game and playing that game with her. So I was just like, you know what, that's cool. You know, don't even worry about it. You have a nice night. You know, I'll see you another time. And, and that was that. And you could tell she was surprised. She was shocked because she had every intention on wandering around and finding her way back and, like, okay, I thought about it, and why don't you give me your number and I'll give you a call. And then she'll probably call, like, a week later, like, oh, yeah, da-da-da. Like, I, I just had no intention on playing that game. And there, in that game, watch this, guys. Watch, watch how interesting this becomes in a couple seconds. Real quick, James. Starting with you, is that a game you can relate to from your per, your uh, your past?
4: Absolutely, man. So many, so many different games, man. And and like you said, at the at, at the time, it's it's completely comical. And these women think they're these women. A lot of them think they're they so much in control of the situation. When the reality is,
0: man, the, the man he he could care less, man. Yeah, it's it's common. I just want to real quick go down the line. Marv, I already—I mean, you know, man. What, what stories like that have you had with women from the past who were who who wanted to be chased, who wanted to be pursued?
3: Oh man, it, it seems like that's the norm these days. Uh, but yeah, I can I can relate I can relate definitely to what you've experienced in regards to uh, a woman trying to play you to the left, you know, and, and seeing and seeing if, if you're still available. Uh, you know, later on that day. I mean, I I don't know what goes goes through the minds of these women sometimes when they when they think that I, they really they really think they're full of themselves. And you know, I, I've had a woman approach me in the club the same way. Well, I, I approached her, you know, tried to spark conversation. Uh, I, I had a vibe that she was kind of you know dealing with somebody else in the club, or she had her eyes on another guy, but she was trying to like compare. To see who 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 is she going to give her number to? Who is she going to give more play to at the end of the night? And that's, for that particular night, for whatever she was looking for, you know, I I lost that game. Uh, so she you know she came she said she was going to come back. Uh, you know she said she got she had to go back chill with her friends. You know I, later on that night I saw her. You know this was another guy in her ear. She was smiling in the other ear. So I already knew what the game was. So I didn't even stick around. You know I I, I left and and that was that. But you know that was. That was that was a very very corny, <laughs> very corny scenario, man. Because I, I, there's no way, that, based on how that woman, uh, you know, was playing was playing that role that night. There's no way, unless for, she got hit with some type of divine intervention, and she, you know what I mean? She she she's really a hundred percent, you know, and, and being a better woman. Like as, as women like that, that that will be single in their forties and fifties, and then have the audacity to blame it on us. Men ain't no good, you know, men ain't ish, men is this, men is that. You know, meanwhile, they're not holding themselves accountable. They're not looking at themselves in the mirror. And just this, uh, you know, this sense of entitlement that a lot of women are walking around with, you know, like a man who's really serious and who's really to lock something down, like that. they're not looking for that. That's the that's, that's ultimate turnoff. You know, we, we want cooperation. We don't – a man, a man of means don't, does not chase. You know, any in my in my history of just being out here and just watching other guys, it just seems like broke guys chase. You know what I mean? Guys who really don't have anything to offer. Those are the ones who chase. Like I'm, you know, I'm parked up right now on 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 South Street, which is one of uh, like a really famous street in Philadelphia, and I'm just watching as I'm listening to you guys talk. And there are literally like losers, like looking like hyenas, just running around chasing these chicks. You know, come on, mom, saying, I'm saying, I'm like. You know you know where you going? stop walking so fast? I'm like <laughs> calm down, man calm down, like see ain't, you know it's, it's not that serious, so it's it's sad though, man, you know, a lot of women gotta deal with these hyena type of guys, you know, but at the same time you know i, I don't know it's 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 like the woman the women out here they put themselves out there to to be attracted by certain guys, and uh you know that the cycle is just continuing out here, and uh I'm just so, so thankful that. You know, I'm I'm at an age where I can actually see a woman of means and and able to like really determine like who's quality and who's not. So I thank God for that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a blessing. You know, it's a blessing to not have that hyena-like uh, mentality, especially in today's society where you're surrounded by attractive women. You know, big butts, uh, nice bodies. You know, it's just you know this we're this is. You know, if you're that type of guy, you're probably going crazy. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I mean, like, you know, you're seeing a a plethora, you know. It's just, like, crazy. So many women are just beautiful women. Uh, But what you'll have to realize is that that's the point. Because there's so many women, certain types of men are not going to be phased by that. You know, men like myself, Marv, James, I mean, these things are nothing serious. A big butt. You know, small ways, pretty face. Those things are irrelevant. They're they're run of the mill. You see them every day. <clears throat> Whereas a lot of women, they have, have uh, convinced themselves that because of those physical traits, you know, that men are, men are going to chase them. You know, a young woman said, you know, I, I want to be pursued. I said, why? I said, what, what, why would a man pursue you? Why would a man pursue any woman? She said, well, you didn't pursue your wife. I said, no, I didn't pursue. My wife, I said there was a genuine interest in my wife, uh, you know that I had, and she had a genuine interest in me, and so there was no need on either side to pursue each other. I mean, you don't have to chase someone who's interested in you. The only reason you would chase someone or pursue someone is if they're not interested in you. So I don't, why, if, you know, if you're not interested in me to the point where I have to chase you or pursue you, why do I want to? That's one person I don't want to catch. If I got to chase you, I don't want you. You know, and so a lot of women they think, "Well, I got this big butt. You know, I like the way my, you know, my booty looks in this thong and in these tights." So that, you know, I'll wear a shirt that I know doesn't cover it up and that'll make men chase me. Yeah, the losers will will chase you. The weirdos will chase you, the psychos, you know, the the thugs, the the dudes just trying to smash, and when he catches you, that'll be that. But the men of quality, that's the thing, ladies. The men in the dog stage are looking for a big butt. You know what I mean? Men, are, if they think about it. So what do dogs do? They hit it from the back one good time, then they keep it moving. They run off. You ever seen two dogs having sex? They they run off after he, after they smack. They don't just walk away. They run. They're gone. You know what I'm saying? That's what these men do because they're dogs. You know? And if it's a male dog and a female dog, what's the name for a female dog? Y'all, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, don't be that way. Don't get, you know, don't, you know, put the bait out there and then get mad when you get caught. You know what I'm saying? Now, no nobody steal that. You know what I mean? J. New, don't, don't, I mean, Whoever's, don't steal that. That's, that's you know, copyrighted right there. You know what I mean? These dudes out here are psychos. I'm just saying. I'm messing with y'all. But seriously, you know, you know, if we want you, we will show genuine interest in you, which is a whole heck of a lot different From a man chasing you, giving you all types of ridiculous compliments, all this, oh yo, you're so sexy, hey beautiful, liking all your comments. I can't stand these men. I literally can't stand these weirdos who comment on these women's pictures, telling them how beautiful they are, because it's just messing up the whole game. Knowing darn well all they want to do is smash, you know. And don't don't let those compliments. Blow your heads up to the point where you think that that man wants you. Focus on the men who are showing you the potential, showing you, no, they may not be there right now, but they're getting there. Don't go for the, you know, the McDonald's. McDonald's is quick, you know. If you're you're in a hurry, you go to McDonald's. You stop there, but guess what McDonald's is going to It doesn't really taste all that good. You're going to get fat. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel bloated afterwards, you know, and it's just going to be a bad situation for everybody involved. Go to the supermarket, take your time, go home, make a nice meal that's healthy for you and that's good for you and where you won't have messed up, you know, uh, the ramifications will not be that bad. If you catch the analogy, ladies, take your time and do it the right way. Just because he's got it right now. Doesn't mean anything. Some guys are working, you know, they're taking the scenic route, but they're going to get there. You, the question is, are you going to get there with them? Lewis, any thoughts on any of that? And then we'll go right to the phone line, 646 366 Hit the number one on your keypad if you have a question, comment, story, testimony, whatever it is. Hey, my dad always says to me, he said,
2: if a rabbit
1: wants to be caught, it'll stop. You never have to run after it. And like he was saying – when ladies present those qualities uh, that you name over and over again, you know she's gonna have the undivided attention of a man that's really looking for something. I mean, if I when I meet women that have those the right qualities, she's got my undivided attention. She don't have to. I don't have to chase anybody. She can stand right there and she'll have my undivided attention, and I'll express interest. But I don't believe in all that chasing and playing all them games like the woman that you were talking about. I'm not coming around and waiting for you to decide this and waiting for you to decide that because, you, hey, you declined that number the first time around. Don't expect to see me again. So, ladies, just let go of the games because if you're really bringing something to the table, you don't have to play games. You can just be straightforward. I mean, people see what a great person you are, and the man will definitely give you attention. But Like they're was saying, it won't be that dog attention. It will be that genuine attention.
2: Right,
0: and it's you know I, you know we talk about we did a uh, a show several Fridays ago when I did the best of the Day, on Talbert show week when I went away for vacation you guys got an opportunity to hear uh, my special on the importance of differentiating yourselves you know and a lot of women that's something that you know it just kind of goes right over their heads just like they're not even thinking about differentiating themselves and you know and in, in, in today's society you know you know the whole Uh, Paying for the first date You know, it's funny I mean, you got women who are thinking You've got to chase me Chase, 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 chase They're thinking that they don't have to do anything But these men are looking for ways That you can differentiate yourself From these other women That's why I always say Well, what better way Than to show him that you're special To show him that you're different Show him that you're not selfish You know, show him that If it progressed to a relationship You know, it would be You know, the two of you As opposed to one-sided. Nobody wants to feel like they're going to be in this thing alone. And so, ladies, if you're in the dating, you're, you know, you've been, you know, got this 1940s, you know, mentality about how things should be, well, it's ridiculous because, you know, you've got to do things early on to show him, hey, look, I would be a great wife because, you know, that's the thing. Isn't that the goal? Isn't that the plan? Isn't that what we're here for on the date to begin with is to, you know, show you You know, show each other Hey, look, I would be a great husband You know, a potential husband You'd be a great potential wife A lot of men are doing their part To show you whatever But what are you doing to show him? You know, and real quick I just, you know, I do this every time I get the fellas, uh, you know, assembled But so many black women I say black women Because I've never had this issue With women of other races Although I've never dated a woman of another race But as far as my personal experiences And experiences of people I know you know, I've never even heard of uh, anyone of a, another race saying they would never pay for a first date. Real quick, Lewis. I mean, is that have you ever had? I know we probably asked you guys, but just for the newer listeners, real quick, just want to take a quick survey. You know, Lewis, have you ever had a a, a single African American woman offer to pay for the first date uh, with you? No, not at all. Never, hold on, hold on. Never in your life have you had a single black woman offer to pay for a first date. Never. Wow. Real quick, I'm gonna come right back to you. I just want to do a quick survey. That's amazing, though. That's amazing, right there. You guys hear Lewis night in and night out. You know, on Barbershop Talk, you see him in the group. It's it should be a surprise to no one that Lewis is obviously a great guy, a single man. Christian man loves Jesus Christ, and I think every you know the consensus clearly is that he'll make a great husband. But you're saying so many women want a want a a husband and want a man, but no one, no one has ever offered to just say, "Hey, you know what, Lewis Hey, I know you got it, but hey, this one's on me." That's amazing. That's like an amazing revelation. You know what I mean? Yet women can't—they have the like Marv said—have the audacity to wonder why they can't find a man, you know, or wonder why they're not being found by a man of God. When you got a man of God where nobody would even offer. That's amazing. That's just crazy, man. You know, we've done this for 10 years, but it's just every time I hear these types of revelations, it just amazes me, literally. Very few things amaze me. That's amazing. Marv, in your whole life, 35 years, man, have you ever had a single African-American woman or just an African-American woman of any uh, sort, married, single, whatever, whatever, offer to pay for a first date?
3: Unfortunately not, man, and it's sad to say. You know, I mean, I had better luck finding a four-carat diamond ring in the middle of the street than I, than I would have found a woman who offers to pay for a date, man. It's it's crazy. Like, I, you know, I, I've gone out on dates and I'll purposely – see if she, see how down she is and see if she is going to be the type to to, to pay for the pay for the um, dinner so the waitress will put the the uh, uh the bill in the, in the middle of the table you know i'm looking at her she looking at me you know what i mean and i'm like wow she ain't even budging you know like not only is she budging she asking if she can get another another drink or another side order and i'm just like wow this these women out here are really really selfish man and and then they wonder why they don't get that call back the next day. It's crazy. Uh,
0: Marv, let me let, let me ask you. this. So, and, we, and ladies, understand who we're talking to. I mean, Marv is like I said, this is like the king of the threads, man. This dude puts up a post, and I mean, he has stories for days. You understand that story? I mean, we all do. But you, I mean, I think you guys know how many women. I mean, you really don't know because I mean, but understand. He's been out with a lot of women. I've been out with a lot of women. We're talking about a lot of dates here. We're talking about a lot of dates, and this is nothing new. If you go back a couple years back to the archives, we're talking about well over 20 men. You got, what, five, four here? You know, over the years, we've probably had a total of, of, probably over if you count the callers, but 20 different barbershop talk, you know, panelists, you know, over the years. And, you know, never. So we're talking about thousands of women here combined. And you guys, I mean, mean, we're going to hear from James. I want to go back to Lewis for a second. Obviously, I'm going to tell stories, but I think you guys know where we're going with this. You understand that? There's a problem with black women, and and I'm just being real with y'all. You know, we love black women, but there's a problem. No one, no man that I've ever met has ever said that they've had a black woman. This isn't just these guys. I'm talking about just men, period. And I know a lot of men. No man. Has ever had a black woman offer to pay for a first date Yet they, you know, we're sitting here talking about You know, we'll continue to talk about You know, these, the conversation about why We as men are not choosing certain women That, you can't ignore certain issues Which one, never This is amazing James, you know the question, man In your whole life, and I've asked you before But for the newer listeners in your whole dating experience, has a woman ever offered to pay for a first date? You know what, they done? I had the pleasure of uh two two
4: two uh ladies inviting me out for um, you know, for lunch and they offered to pay. Uh one was Caucasian and the other was Hispanic.
0: Oh, dang, man, see, the ladies are like, oh, finally, somebody proves they died wrong, finally got excited, you know what I mean, they got super excited, no, he said Caucasian, and he said Hispanic, ladies, okay, but James, I'm sorry, so that's interesting, well, explain a little bit more about that, like, was there, you know, an issue with it, was it, did they try to renege at the last minute, or what was the experience like with those two women?
4: Absolutely, one was a well. One was a uh, it was a a, a, a coworker, and um, she's a she's a lady that's you know interested in me. The Caucasian lady, um, definitely looking for a relationship, man. And we've been out, you know, not just not just us two, but you know, just different coworkers out to several times. And this woman, man, she has no problem whatsoever grabbing the bill. I mean. You know, Bill comes along, man, she's got her money out. She's got her card out before the before the uh, receipt even hits the table, man. And it's just, a, she's just got a real cool vibe about stuff like that, man. And I don't know what her money's like. I'm pretty sure she's making good money. But it's not so much how much money she's making. It's her attitude about the whole ordeal. You know, it's her, her willingness to even pull out her card. And and the reality is, man, I've never I've never let that woman pay for my meal, man, and and I I wouldn't let her pay for my meal because it's just not the way I operate. Um, but the reality is, man, just to see a woman that's so open open to doing that um, is it, a it's it's refreshing, man. It, it really is refreshing.
0: Let, let me uh, it, it's see. Listen, guys, listen what we're saying. Ladies, you have to understand, I want to I keep it moving, but I just want to, um, because we, we do this and we'll continue to do it, because no one else will talk about it. That's why, we, you know, we, when we talk about it here, we have to really talk about it a little bit more in detail, because, you know, when's the last time you ever heard men express this? Everybody's talking about this. You understand that, ladies? But nobody is, you know, every man is talking about this, has, has similar experiences. He said it was refreshing, a lot of women. Two things are important to take away from this. One, that it was refreshing, which means we would not be offended, because that's a, I've heard that women. Will say, well, I would think that men would be offended if I no. No one would be offended. Lewis wouldn't be offended. Marv wouldn't be offended. James, I wouldn't be offended. It, in fact, it would be refreshing. Understand that. But the second thing that's important to understand here is that he said. He did not let them pay. And that's another thing. A lot of you guys are so used to and have been so conditioned, you know, to dealing with these losers who have taken advantage of your money, you know, know, just losers, deadbeats, you know, it's made you skeptical about, you know, coming out of your pocket, especially on the first date. But, again, we're not talking about losers. We're talking about the best possible men here. Talk about men of God, educated men, professional men, non selfish men who are looking for wives. Do I do I mean do I need to tell my story? I mean, do I mean at this point you guys have heard it? I know but for the newer listeners, ask me, Dadon, have you ever in your whole life had women, you know, a, a black woman pay for that first date? Well, I'm glad you guys asked me. Well, like James, two women have ever offered to pay for the first date. And unlike James, those two women were actually black. You guys know who those two women are? I know I can go to the anybody in the Friends of the Dayton Tolbert Show group. You guys know who they are. One of them was my ex fiance, who I later proposed to. Obviously, that didn't work out. But again, it was my ex fiance. And I've been out with a lot of women. None of them got a ring. You know what I'm saying? But this is my ex fiance. She was one of them who paid for the first date. Which, if you know anything, I mean that speaks volumes. Just the fact that she got a ring, but then the other one, obviously, is my wife. So, I mean, and and that, and honestly, that should be the end of the story. You know what I mean? That that should be the end of the story. That there should be there is actually nothing else to say, and should be nothing else to say about that. But you know, like I say all the time, in spite of that, you will still have single black women who will hear these stories. And will hear the importance of differentiating themselves, but still, you know, maintain a selfish mentality, you know, a materialistic mentality, and then wonder why they're not being chosen. So in addition to seeing a man's potential, you know, like I said, it's also important to differentiate yourself. You know, and again, if you guys need help with any of this stuff, you know, understand, reach out to me. I do private one-on-one counseling. You know, and there's a whole, I've developed a five-phase cycle towards achieving 100% emotional availability, you know, and there's a whole section specifically on understanding men, how to differentiate yourselves, you know, you know, and that's, and just what to do, you know, what to do to be chosen. And that's where these testimonies are coming from that you guys hear. You know, so reach out, call me, eight five five fifty five 55 email me, dadon, at com. Check out the website, read the testimonies for yourselves, trctoday.com. And um, that's what it is. I do see a call here on the line from the 718 uh, area code. I apologize, you know me, I can get to talking, uh, but welcome to Barbershop Talk. 718, you there? Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, 718. Okay, I think we may have lost. Give us a call back. I think I may have hung up on uh, the 718. Uh, but, yeah, definitely give us a call back if you uh, have a, uh, a question or, or comment. This is what I want to do. You know, I want to continue this conversation, but just in the context of uh, somebody, somebody just instant messaging me, tell this story about your wife. Okay, I'll tell this story. about. I'll, I'll, but I, we're going to do advice hour. You know, if the fellas are cool with that, we're you know we're making good time here. And I want to, you know, we got some specific questions, a couple posted by Marv, some other questions that we're sending to the show that we want to just utilize the fellas for tonight. But someone literally just inboxed me and said, well, you know, tell this story about your wife. Real quick, I'll tell you the condensed version. Uh, my, my wife, uh, we met, we were talking, and uh, she, you know, it mentioned that she got a promotion at work, some type of bonus or something like that. I said, okay, cool, drinks on you or dinner on you, your treat, you know, just, you know, clearly, you know, just joking, you know what I mean, but just messing around. She's like, oh, okay, that's cool, yeah, no problem, where do you want to go? I was like, no, nah, I'm just playing with you now, you know, my treat. And she's like, no, nah, it's fine, you know, my treat, we'll, we'll go out. I said, okay, cool, whatever. But, you know, I said whatever, but still having every intention on, um, you know, on, on, on paying um, when we got there. But we went to Friday's first date and – um you know dinner came we had a nice meal uh the bill came and then um you know I saw I started to pay and she's like wait what are you doing I told you this is my treat this one's on me I said and, "You know, we went back and forth a little bit but you know she and I said all right hey that's cool you know she paid and then so uh and that was that and you know and as as James said it was just refreshing you know it was very refreshing and it was it was not it wasn't even refreshing it was just the it was like Crazy! It was like, you know, something I'd never really experienced before other than, like I said, my uh, ex-fiance. And so it it wasn't just that, but it was, that showed me that, you know what, there is something different about her. There's something special. And then there were some other things as well that also showed that she was uh, unselfish and giving and just an overall great woman. And those are the types of, of things, ladies, that stand out in a man's mind that make him say, wait a minute. This is who I want to be with it's not about your body it's not about your doggy style, not about the you know whatever it is, what you can do in the bedroom you know or your education or your job your career it's not it's not really about any of those things, but it's about who you are and and whether or not we could see ourselves being with you for the rest of our lives. you know i mean that's really what it is now, let me ask the, real quick Marv, if you met a woman who was okay or who would you know who would have you know offered to pay for a first date I, you know i'm assuming you probably wouldn't even allowed it, but let's say you, you did what would that do for you in regards to how you viewed that woman
3: it would uh it would it would differentiate her so it would it would it would allow her to stand out from uh from the other women out here um you know i'm just trying to i'm just trying to think like it's really hard to put, to picture myself in that scenario. Um, if a woman were to offer to pay, I mean, it's not even about the money for me. Like, you know, I that's not even an issue. I, I'll bring my money regardless, with the intentions on paying. But if she chooses to pay, you know, I'm gonna let her do it. You know what I mean? I, I'll let her do it. I mean, it's 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 gonna show me that she's that she's down. It'll show me that she's really, really like because that's an, I'll I'll look at that as an investment. You know, a woman won't do that with just anybody. So I would I would uh, interpret that as wow, she's really trying to get to know me, she's really into me, she's, you know, she's really, uh, you know, she, she's invested, and to me, that would be proof, you know, I mean, what? why would, it, what, what's, what, and, and what? what is there any other reasons why a woman would, you know, would, would offer to pay, I'm just trying to figure that out, like, she would have to be genuinely interested in you, because if she wasn't, she wouldn't even think about pulling out her wallet, so, or purse, so, I mean, I just look at it like that, so I would, I would let her do that, um, but no, that's never happened to so. her. That's it, that's,
0: that's, Say no more right. I mean, that's you just hit the nail on the head. There is no other reason to do that other than if she's genuinely interested. Ladies, did you know that's one of our biggest concerns when dating? A lot of women don't know that they have they actually most women are not only do they not know, but there are, many of them are totally oblivious to even thinking that we have concerns. It's like they're thinking about their concerns. But very few women are, are even thinking about along the lines of, hmm, what are some of their experiences with other women, and how can I show him that I'm different from those other women who have put those concerns into his head? Very few women even think that way, you know. And so I think that part of the issue is that one of our major concerns is that we don't know if you're genuinely interested in us. Because a lot of women are just interested in money. They're interested in career status you know, what we can do for them. So it's like we, we want to be clear. We want to make sure that you're down for us and will be down for us in the face of adversity, you know. And so I think that, um, you know, I'm talking about when the account is overdrawn, when there's no money in savings, when there's, you know, bills ain't paid, I mean, whatever it is. It's are you there or are you not going to be there? And I think that, you know, when you look at a lot of women, you know, and men, men will be like, oh, yeah, I, was, I looked at your wedding pictures. Yeah, go ahead, look and check them out. Because that, like Marv said, that was an investment for her. You understand that? You know, that was an investment in that ring that's on her finger, in the house, in the cars, in the, you know, whatever, the lifestyle. I mean, that's just, it's just an investment. And so I don't, you know, we'll always focus on this because it's literally one of the most important things that you'll ever hear in regards to dating. It's literally probably the most important thing you could ever do, you know, or probably I should say there's nothing on a first date that you, uh, that a woman can do. Under This is very important. There's nothing you can do on a first date that would have the same level of, of wow factor. Like that wow factor, there's nothing else that will wow us more than you offering to pay for that first date. Real quick, Lewis, you know, if that happened to you, how would you uh, respond? How would you react, you know, to that woman? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah,
1: that was, like they said, it, it would definitely be refreshing. It would definitely, I mean, I'm like Marv, you know, I if I would be thinking she's definitely interested because, see, any woman that has this attitude, uh, why, you know, he going to try to take advantage of me and I'm going to be paying from now on, I'm going to be bothered with you because you already got hang up from past experiences, but a woman – that's interested enough to offer the pay. Um, she wouldn't have to worry about paying after that, but I would definitely let her do it, and it would definitely be refreshing. And if that had happened to me, you might be talking about two folks on the panel tonight that's married. Wow.
0: This is amazing. This is amazing right here. Do you guys hear what he just said? He, I mean, listen, listen to what he just said, you know, in his own way. He basically just said, if a woman offered to pay for the first date, that would have him looking at her as a potential wife. Yet I think we all know that there are still single black women out there, one who are not listening tonight, but even who may be listening tonight, who are still saying, yeah, whatever, I ain't I ain't doing that. It's amazing. Lewis is you know, a great guy, true man of God. You know what I mean? And just saying, hey, look, if you did this, that's, that's crazy out here. But like i said uh six four six two zero 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 three six, six, hit the number one on your uh on your keypad if you have a, a question or comment uh and we can you know we'll take more calls uh see our call from the seven one eight is back uh seven one eight did you have a question or comment
5: Hello,
0: yes, hello, welcome did you uh you're on oh, live Oh, uh, hi um yeah, I have a question um
5: what a- when you first meet that individual, the guy, I've never paid for anyone on the first date, you know, maybe. Really?
0: Yeah. I'm just messing with you. So um,
5: maybe, yeah, I'm a black female and probably like maybe the second date I paid, you know, or even maybe the third too. But um, what if when you meet the guy, the female meets the guy, and I don't know if you would say it's the first date, but she's not trying to hear him at all. You know, she's not interested in him, but he pursues her anyway. And then next thing you know, he ends up taking her out to lunch, you know, that very same day at a nice restaurant. What would you call that?
0: i call him a loser for pursuing <laughs> a woman who wasn't interested in him. <laughs> Think about that. Why would a man pursue a woman who's not interested in him? True, true,
5: true.
0: That makes no sense for a man with any level of self-respect to do. You see, like, nobody on this panel would do that. I I can already speak for for everybody on here. No man would pursue a woman who was not showing her interest. So here's the thing. To answer your question, if a man did that and he saw that she was not interested, but yet he still took her out and he still did all these things – I can almost guarantee you the reason he's doing that is to get that woman in the bed. Mm-hmm. What, what, what are your thoughts?
5: Yeah, you're probably
0: right. Yeah, but. What well, let me ask anyway. he probably
5: was, but I mean, after that, after that, that first, I guess you could say date, I never really spoke to that guy anymore. Right.
0: I'm not. Yeah, that I'm not I just wasn't I mean, Why even go out with him at all if you weren't like?
5: You know why did you allow like you know, like somebody said it was a free meal at a nice restaurant, and I wanted to go
0: gotcha. I wanted
5: to go that day just Let me ask you,
0: are you in a relationship
5: um right now, I am, yeah, but it was just this is just something that happened in the past when I wasn't in a relationship. I was really young
0: that's cool okay i, I appreciate you for calling in where are you uh calling from?
5: I'm Brooklyn.
0: Brooklyn, New York, good to, uh, good to hear from you. Great question. You know, and it's, a, it's a good, definitely a good question. And I think that a lot of, that's what we, we were talking about that earlier. That's what we see a lot of in today's society. You see a lot of uh, pursuing going on, but the pursuit stops after a certain point. And, I, and to be real with you guys, a lot of times the pursuit leads nowhere but to the bedroom. Because the, the, there's no, think about it, there's no reason to pursue a woman you know, for anything who's not interested in you, unless your goal is sex, there's no reason to. And so that's you know that's what happens. So I would encourage any woman, you know, to just first of all, not if you're not interested, don't even just cut your losses and don't even waste your time and don't waste his time, and don't put your don't don't make yourselves a target. You guys know I tell that fly story all the time. You know I call it my sanctuary real quick. I give you the the uh, condensed version. But, you know, I have my little man cave, you know, in my basement. You know, it's my sanctuary. It's where I love to chill and watch movies and, you know, get work done and make money and, you know, whatever. And so, you know, one day a fly got in there. And this fly, I felt violated. He just was, you know... Terrorizing me If you guys watch Breaking Bad You guys know that, that, that scene with Walt and the Fly If you don't watch Breaking Bad Don't even worry about it Best show on TV But you know if you watch it That scene And you know I I made it my mission To kill the fly And so I chased that fly I pursued the fly You know until I killed the fly After I was done with the fly I opened up the door threw it out with the trash. And so, ladies, that's how these men view you when you make them chase you. They view you like the fly. They actually can't stand you, which is ironic because in the midst of the pursuit, they're giving you the compliments. They're, they're calling you beautiful. they get calling you sexy and taking you out, spending money. But it's all for a certain purpose, which is to get that sex. Once the sex goes down, you're out with the fly. In fact you are the fly. Don't be the fly. James, how do you feel about that analogy, man? You ever chased a fly, so to speak?
4: Yeah, fantastic analogy, man, and one hundred percent true. Um, I think if the if ladies were able to sit in on like they're sitting on these conversations here, if they're able if they were ever able to sit in on a conversation between uh two brothers, man, um, and, and really hear, you know, the, the real reaction of how men Feels about a woman that you know that that plays the games and that and that you know and that's playing the chasing games and allowing him to chase her, uh, their whole mentality would change, man. Because there's absolutely no respect for for that particular woman. And and I've heard, like I said, I've sit in on those conversations. I've had conversations with men and heard the things that they planned on doing to these very same women that. Thought they were in control about playing these games, and and it, and it wasn't nice. It really wasn't nice. And so, ladies, do yourself a favor. Um, you know, don't play those games. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. be honest with the man. And and and, and like I said, if, like Deion said earlier, if you're not interested in this guy, if you're not interested in this dude, don't don't waste your time and don't waste his time. Um, I personally, I don't I don't go out on dates with women that I'm not interested in. Man, my time is valuable, too valuable. Um, You know to, to spend And to invest in someone That I don't see a future with
0: That's it That's, I mean that, Don't be the fly ladies There's no reason to You know Don't Don't get ch- Because See and, and it's a lot deeper Than what we even have time To really talk about Because you know, so many women they want to be chased, they want to be pursued because it goes back to the deep-rooted daddy issues where they wanted their father to be chasing them. They wanted their father to show them attention and to tell them that they're beautiful and that they're special and you know, all that that love from the father. I mean, I can, you know, every week, you know, I'll tell y'all stuff, even every day I'll tell y'all stories about just stuff I'm experiencing with my 2-year-old uh daughter and, and just the level of attention that she requires and, and seeks and and wants and needs even I mean she'll go crazy, she'll be like, "Da Da, and if I'm just like doing something, she's like da 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 daddy, daddy, like just because yeah, like just 'cause she wants me to look even even if it's something as insignificant as building a block, you know building a little house you know of blocks or arranging the remote controls on the table, she'll just oh, look daddy, look, look daddy, look, look at this, look what I." Do. And I'm telling you, if, if you're not there as, as fathers, you know, to give that attention, and ladies, you don't have that father to do those things, you know, that's where a lot of these issues that we are now seeing in dating and relationships, that you know, it's where they're coming from. You know, it's it's how they manifest themselves later on in life. And so it's just a very unpleasant cycle. But we'll take more calls, though. We'll go back to the phone lines, great calls great comment 6462000366 uh see a call from looks like a call from Lewis's Neck of the Woods from the 251 area code welcome to barbershop talk uh live hello yes hello welcome
6: hi hi how are you doing um i was just listening to the show tonight um i'm i listen pretty often i try to listen at least two to three times a week and um i was on a date with a guy and since I heard about the, you know, paying for the first date thing, which is something i never really done before because, you know, I was raised kind of old-fashioned, so i never done anything like that before. So I said, I'm going to just try it out, you know. And, um, and he, he he looked at me with, like, this, this stunned look on his face. And I was like, what's, what's wrong with this guy? He had this look, stunned look on his face. And after I'd done it, he was like, that has never happened to me. And I was like, what? And and it was—he was shocking. No one has ever offered to pay for anything on any date with any woman he's ever been on. And I was a little bit shocked to, you know, to see that that was actually true. But I—I I, I tried it out for myself to see was that true, you know, to see if. And then he was—he was just shocked, you know. We—we we later found out that we weren't on the same page with a lot of things because I'm very spiritual and he wasn't. So we kind of cut that off. So I did cut it off because that's not what I was looking for. But uh. But I did. I tried it out, and, um, you know, we as women, you know, we, we can have a pretty good amount of money, but we won't offer to pay for anything. So I decided to just go ahead on and try it, and uh, it really did impress him, you know. So, even though we right. didn't make a relationship or anything, but it did impress him, you know, that someone actually offered to pay.
0: That's all I want to say. Uh, thank you so much for calling. Where, where are you calling in from?
6: I'm calling in from Alabama.
0: Alabama, Mobile, Alabama, it looks like. Uh, You know, listen, guys, I mean, she said that she she did the test on her own. She tried it out. And I would encourage anyone, you know, don't ever just take my word for it. I'm like LeVar Burton up in this piece. Don't take my word for it. Try it for yourself. You know, do these things that I'm speaking of. And I can almost guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. You know, ladies, and I hate to, I'm just telling you all, just listen. Listen and do what we say. You do the things that we, it's like asking, having a review session for the test, getting all the answers, and then putting the incorrect answers. Having a cheat sheet and then putting, like, the different, you know the answer is C, but you just try A anyway and expect the test to be, you know, a passing grade. No, you're going to fail if you deviate. Just do what we say. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Try it out. Now, again, let me preface this, though. You don't want to just do this for anyone, it's all this is all contingent upon you being emotionally available. Okay? It's all contingent upon you uh, you know being found by the man that God has for you, dealing with a true man of God, you know, a a a true elite man as I call them, uh a man who is driven, ambitious and in that ready to settle down stage looking for a wife. Don't just do this for for Tyrone who who told who hits you up on Facebook and he uh, told you how sexy you are. It's not gonna work the way you want it to. Make sure it's the best possible man, okay guys. Not just somebody who you just happen to be going out with for the heck of it. And you know, in reality, you shouldn't even be going out on those types of meaningless, pointless dates, which just furthers your emotional unavailability. So just you know, take your time, do it the right way, you know, and um, and you'll have some positive uh, some positive results. I think I see a couple other calls here on the line here uh, tonight. Great calls, great comments. Uh, we'll take as many calls as we have time for this evening. And I, like I said, I want to make the second uh, you know, hour, uh, the, uh, or the, actually the third hour, uh, an advice hour if we can, 646-200-0366. Hit the number one on your keypad. Uh, see a call on the line from the 843 area code. Welcome to Barbershop Talk Live.
7: Hi. Um my call is in reference to the chase. Um I'm in a relationship engaged. And my fiance he's overseas. And you know when we have we might have a disagreement or something. And you know I'm the type of person I'll give him some time to cool off, but he feels like I should chase him like he'll always call back and say, "Well, you don't never chase me." And you know, I'm thinking like, well, what's that about? Like, I just, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, why would I have to chase? You know, if I'm giving you time to cool off, or we're in a relationship. You know, I mean, am I wrong? Like, I just.
0: Let me ask you a couple. The, okay. Let, let me ask you. Let me ask you a couple preliminary questions, like some background. <laughs> How long have you guys been together?
7: Um, almost a year now. Almost a year
0: now. You said you guys are engaged. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. At what point did he pop the question? How many months? Um,
7: it was in February. In February, before he left.
0: Okay, so, all right. Um, so when is the? Do you have a set date?
7: Oh yeah, we're shooting for next year, February, like a little after Valentine's.
0: So when you have a fight, you know, he he kind of gets mad, and then he wants you to call him after he right. like, kind of goes off.
7: Yeah, or, like, he just wants me, I mean, it it, it was going on before he left, like, if we have an argument, it's like, he just wants me to come behind him, and and I do, but it's not at his time, like, I may, you know, ask him what's wrong, like, you know, or we'll talk about it, but if things are heated, I just prefer not to, you know, say anything, I just let things cool off, because I know people say things when they're angry, Um, That they don't mean, but, you know, it's to the point now where he's saying, you never chase behind me, and it's like my mom said, that's not good, and, you know, and I'm like, what the hell? I don't get it. I mean,
0: I'm not... let me give you some quick advice real quick I would do this All men want to feel appreciated And they want to feel like you care I'm the type of person Like when my wife and I have a disagreement I like to handle that right then and there I don't like to let things fester I don't like to let things, you know, marinate I want to deal with it Not only do I want to deal with it then But I also Which is always not necessarily a good thing I'm not perfect But I, at the same time, I do want to deal with it then uh, But more importantly I want to, and I'm sure he wants to, feel like it's as important to you as it is to him. Does that make sense?
7: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It does. does. He
0: doesn't want to feel like he's the only one that's passionate about whatever it is you guys are having a disagreement
7: about. I agree, but I just feel like, you know... I don't know. I mean, like, if I'm, I, I, I do, you know, chase, but I don't, like, chase, like, on the knees. Like, I'll call him back maybe, you know, an hour or so later. But then when I'm calling him back, he's like, see, you still don't get it. And I'm I'm feeling like, you know, like, that's not cool. I just don't think that that's, I don't know. Maybe I'm just you got being overanalytical.
0: <laughs> you have a ring, right? He gave you a ring?
7: Yes, mm-hmm, I do.
0: Okay. Well, definitely, I would love to hear how that works out for you. Definitely, um, uh, you know, give us a call back, shoot me an email. I love to, uh, you know, hear when you guys have the wedding. Wish you guys the best. Let everybody know where okay. you're calling in from.
7: I'm calling from South Carolina.
0: South Carolina. Good to hear from our down south uh, listeners. We have a huge uh, fan base down in the South Carolina area. Shout out to my man Gerald Howard, who's a uh, Howard, who's a best selling author and was the co host of this show for. Uh, at least, what about two, almost three years, and he you know did a great job of uh, helping the show expand just into the you know some of the southern states. It has a huge following of, of uh, I can't front. Gerald, have you ever seen Gerald Howard's pictures? He's got a lot of female fans. So shout out to all the fans of uh, Gerald Howard who have stuck around over the years to listen to this show. Shout out to um, all my past co-hosts, actually. Uh real quick, I want to let the fellas in on that real quick. That's, a, that's an interesting scenario. Louis, have you ever felt that way uh, you know, quickly just, you know, how would you feel? Do you want a woman to chase you or I don't even like that word, but just to show her interest after an argument? I'm sorry, uh start with Marv. I, I meant I hit the wrong button. Okay. Go ahead,
3: Marv. All right. Yeah, um I don't know. I think uh in that scenario, you know, communication is uh is, is very important. Um, you know, I mean, it's 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 you and it's it's you and your fiance against the world. You know, like if he's showing concern, if he's expressing to you that he feels like he's not being appreciated, it's it's your responsibility as his fiance to make sure that he does feel appreciated. Regardless of how long you think he may need space, that's irrelevant at this point. I mean, the man is 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 expressing a need to you, so you need to respond to that. Because if the shoe was the only other foot. And you felt neglected, and you didn't feel appreciated. You know how would you respond to that? And I'm speaking specifically to the to the caller. So it's just a matter of you know identifying each other's needs and catering to that. You know, like you have to do that. That's 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 the uh, foundation of a successful relationship. Um, but she 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 slipped something in though, which uh, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of like. I don't really like when people include other people in in their relationships. She says something about how he would uh he mentioned something to his mom about how he doesn't feel appreciated now that that part I don't agree with um he shouldn't be you know t- telling other people their business um because you know you 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 can get misconstrued advice you could get you know advice that could 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 ultimately hurt the relationship so that part I'm not in agreement with, so I don't know if he if he is listening, but if not, then she may want to, you know, tell him about this show just so he can understand, you know, that. And when it comes to relationships, you know, it's it's always a, you want to keep a tight circle. You you don't want anybody to interfere. I don't care who it is, family, friends, whoever, you know, it's, like I said, it's you and her, you and him against the world. So, you know, he shouldn't be sharing uh, your business on the outside, but at the same time, you as his, um, his obvious wife, I mean, you have a ring on your finger. You need to acknowledge When he's feeling neglected, and it's your responsibility to cater to that.
0: Yeah, I agree. You know, that's a good point. You know, I I kind of, um, I think I missed that point about the uh, the whole mother. I heard it, but it kind of, yeah, I meant to. You know, that's a good point, Marv. I think that any time when you involve, you know, male friends, mothers, you know, fathers. I mean, it's just people in general. I believe a relationship. Should be between two people I know for a fact No man wants to feel like You know His woman is going And sharing intimate Details of their relationship To really anybody You know what I'm saying So um, I I don't recommend that I mean I know a lot of women Confide in their female best friends And you know Different situations But I I definitely uh, Recommend against that Great question A great situation A couple more calls I see some more calls On the line We'll take calls Um, you know, like I said, I have some other advice, questions we want to do as well, but you guys come first, you know, these are some, uh, good shows when we, over the years where we're able to do, like Aaron said in the group, live on air, uh, you know, sessions and, you know, just give you guys a little taste of, you know, how things are, uh, privately. But I see a call from the, uh, 205 area code. Welcome to Barbershop Talk Live.
7: Hey,
6: Dayton.
0: Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? Hey, uh, what's going on? Is this Latanya.
6: Yes, this is Latanya.
0: Hey, what's going on? What do you think about tonight's show?
6: I think it's going really good. I was just wanting to make a comment about the whole first day thing. It actually sounds different and exciting at the same time. That's something I kinda of look I definitely look forward to when it time comes when I meet the man has got some I actually look forward to doing stuff like that. Going painful for dates and being supportive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Latanya, I think that that's a it's a great point, you know. And I think that women should look forward to, um, you know, just doing things for their man because I think that, like I said, so many women have become conditioned to assume that it's going to be one sided. But when you you know, nothing is one sided in my relationship. I just posted a, a picture in the group of my wife and I on our uh, on our wedding day, and I said, "This is what happens when you're not the fly." You know, don't. It's not about being chased. It's not about chasing. It's about a mutual attraction with two people who are genuinely interested and then that's what it materializes in. You know what I mean? Get that uh you know that perfect day, whatever that means to you, whether that's an exotic vacation whether that means a uh you know, a nice luxury, you know, vehicle, you know, where you can drive off in. That was my thing. I you know, I told my wife, you can have whatever you want. I want that Rolls Royce. I said like, I did I had you know, women are more particular I I said, Look, you have colors and the venue, whatever you want to do. I just need that white phantom out there, you know what I mean? And that's just it'll be the perfect day for you. If your mind is right. All right, guys. Let's go back to the phone lines though. I see another call from the uh, 773 area code. Welcome to uh, Barbershop Talk.
8: Hey, guys. It's Ebony.
0: Oh, hey, Ebony. What's going on?
8: Nothing. I just find it very, very comical. Like, I've never dated. But I just find it very, very comical like that women think like that. Because maybe it was me, maybe because it was different, because um, my parents were together and they were married and everything like that. But I thought that that was the norm for all women, to be – Giving and, you know, stuff like that I just didn't think that that was so You know, un- like Just out of the norm uh,
0: Yeah, you know, it's, it's Unfortunate, it, yeah, it absolutely is uh, 100% out of the norm very, A lot of selfish women Which is unfortunate um, But yeah, where, where are you calling from, Ebony? Chicago Chicago, yeah, it's um, great uh, Ebony's one of my favorite members of the group You know, uh, very insightful very um, just cool and laid back, you know, and, and that's, you know, you you know you really don't know people, you know, it's hard to know people through, and I don't know her, I don't claim to know her or anyone really for that matter, but, you know, it's when you have a great personality, that's going to be shown, that people are going to see that, you know, and I think the fellas can agree, like Ebony, someone who has a great personality, Courtney, you know, Aaron. You know, and I'm just throwing some names out from people who are in the friends of the Daton Tober show group randomly, who pop out as having great personalities. And I forget, you know, even Latanya, you know, who just called in great personality. You know, other people, they need the they need the t-shirt. You know, they got they need the don't be a psycho t-shirt. You know, what I mean, I'm just being real with y'all. So um, that's that's the number one thing. In fact, James, you know, real quick, man, just tell the ladies just how important. A great personality is, and, and the and the difference that can make, and how that man views you, and and ultimately treats you.
4: Man, uh, you know what? done? I had a conversation with some um, with some ladies about the same topic this past weekend, man. And 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 a great personality makes all the difference. It is that deciding factor that will that definitely separates you know one woman from the rest. Because I'm um, to be honest with you, man. Like you said earlier. <laughs> There's a lot of gorgeous women out here, man, and 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 black women aren't the only ones with nice bodies. I mean, it goes across the board. Now everybody's got a nice body now, and so if your your physical characteristics are what you're using to differentiate yourself, then you're going to be in bad shape. But if you will develop that personality, um, that will definitely put you in a position to 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 be found by a great man, you know. And and your personality, ladies, trust me, your attitude, your personality. It shows in so many different areas. It shows in your body language. It shows in your voice. It shows in your your facial expressions. It shows in the way that you interact with um, different people. I mean, when a man is truly looking for someone to settle down with, he will know um, very quickly based off his interactions with you whether or not you have the type of personality that he's looking for. And and like I said, a great personality, an open personality, someone that is emotionally um, un, uh, emotionally available, someone that is free of the baggage. It, trust me, you will stand out. You won't have to wear sexual clothing. You won't have to talk about how much a freak you are a freak in the sheets. If you have a great personality and you're putting in the work to become emotionally. Um, Available, I guarantee you that man is going to that man is going to be attracted to you. He's going to be attracted to your personality. He's going to be attracted to your mannerism. He's going to be attracted to, uh, you know, the vibe that you're giving off. So, ladies, work on that personality. You know, hit the gym, but work on that personality also.
0: Oh man, don't don't even get me started on that gym, man. Don't, see, because I want I want to kind of try to stick, you know, where we need to be. What you know, what we're here for tonight. But, ladies, y'all know. I was just talking to um I mean this is the stuff we talk about every day. It's the barbershop, ladies. You gotta hit that gym, man. You know, you gotta you gotta stay in shape. You gotta take care of yourselves. You know, and the fellas do too. I'm not you know, I'm not saying it's a one sided thing, but I'm just saying, you know, you gotta hit that gym, ladies. Because like James said, you know, it's not all about a big butt, it's not all about big breasts, it's about being healthy. It's about what that stomach looks like. And, I, and I've been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And I'm just going to surprise you all. I might even do a quick hour and a half show tomorrow just on on obesity in the black community. Because, I've been, you know, that's definitely one of the next live shows we're going to do. And how it relates to dating and relationships. And uh, we definitely want to, um, you know, we got to talk about that. Um, shout out to Cheryl. I meant to throw her name out there when we were talking about great women. Just, you know, a lot of great women. A lot of Veronica shout out to her man you know a lot of great uh great women in the group who who have great personalities who are evolving mentally emotionally spiritually physically you know i'm seeing a lot of posts about losing weight and eating right and changing their their habits getting rid of those ridiculous weaves that we see out here so often i mean just just you know oh man don't don't get me in trouble we're having we're having a good show out here you know what I mean I don't you don't you don't get me on there, although you know can we should we do i mean Marv man Marv is it okay if we talk just for a quick second about weeds? is that okay just so women understand where we where we're coming from?
3: oh man, that's an oxymoron how are you gonna talk about weeds for a quick second? you know that's, that's gonna be another two three hour conversation right there. you could tell by the by the uh, number of uh, comments on those threads on your uh on your group about weeds, so uh, good luck with that. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I really don't even want to do it
0: because here's the thing, ladies. I mean, like I said, I've I've been doing this for a long time. Some of you guys who are listening, you know, from the block numbers and you know, with the Rudy Toody fresh and fruity sunglasses on, the disguises. I mean, it may be new to you, and you guys are packed, but understand, I've been doing this for ten years, and literally, and I'm not understand. I don't exaggerate anything, literally. Anytime I say anything about weaves or giving advice about weaves or how black men feel about them or wigs or anything like that, there's never a shortage of 100 comments, and it's always a huge debate. And in fact, you guys noticed the other day I even said in one group, I was like, you know, I predict, before anybody even commented, I was like, I predict a huge debate. Next thing you know, it's like 500 comments, people going crazy. You know, and it's just one of those things. And I'll do it like this because, like I said, I really don't. Marv is right. We would be here all night. Louis, you know, would you ever marry a woman who wore, any, you know, a wig or a weave or any type of fake hairstyle on a regular basis? Is that someone you'd ever put a, a ring on the finger of? My
1: desire is to marry a real woman. You
0: know, real
1: is relative, you know. Just whatever is you what's really you. You know, simply, you know, some women wanna get into, you know, what what natural is. Natural to me is whatever the real you is. Some, the real you for some women is, is maybe the little the little blowout, maybe the little throw, maybe uh, a hot iron, whatever is real you. I wanna marry I don't I wanna marry somebody that's real on a consistent basis. That's what I like to marry, a woman that is real on a consistent
0: basis okay there it is say no more man that's, I mean I think, that's it i mean you, you want real i mean is real is real and i think that when we get into trying to dissect and break down what real is that's you know that's the problem real is real real is non fake i mean google real and what that means you know it, it just is what it is marv you know, I, we we don't even want to entertain the foolishness we don't want to get into a hu- huge debate you know just is that someone who you would want to marry
3: a woman who wore weave on a regular basis No, not at all, man Not at all You know, I, I respect uh, the confidence that I respect the confidence of a woman Who proudly wears what God left her with, man Like, And what's interesting about those weave threads You never see a, a natural hair uh, thread Where you see women who wear natural hair And they feel the need to defend Why they wear natural hair It's always the weave wearers And my thing is, if you feel so comfortable about it What is the need or the necessity to debate to where the thread becomes five hundred a thousand comments at the end of the day we you're never going to convince us that a weave is attractive, so I mean, all of the comments is just going in one ear and out the other, so I always look at that i, I you know I kind of pointed that out the other day, but it's always interesting when you never see anyone with a natural having to, having the need to defend why they were natural. that's interesting, and you never will, man, you
0: never will and you know and I'll just say this about from my perspective. I respect everybody, you know, and I have the utmost respect, you know, for women, because I actually work with women who wear weaves. You know, I counsel women who who are weave wears. Believe it or not, you know, and I don't, I don't sit there and dip. we don't have these long debates. We don't have arguments. They don't insult me. They don't insult my daughter and my wife. I feel sorry for your wife. I feel sorry. Like, like what? Why? Because I don't like weaves. I mean, like, listen, if you're okay with it. You know that then I'm okay with it. It's not about you know me trying to impose or Marv trying to impose his views on. It's not about that. We're just speaking honestly, which is really what women claim to want, is they want women, men to be honest with them, and we're ju- we're just being honest. Lewis doesn't like women with wees. I don't like women with wees. Marv chooses to date someone who's who's you know real. I mean that's just what it is. It, you know it doesn't mean. That we hate you. It doesn't mean you know. It's like that's just our personal preference. You know, some women like tall, dark, and handsome. Some women like bald men. So it, it just is what it is. You know, it's everyone is entitled to like what they like. Some women like muscular men. Some men, women like you know slender guys, athletic build. I mean, it it doesn't matter. And if a man is okay with who he is, if a woman is okay with who she is, then there's not going to be the need to debate. I'm 5'9", you know what I'm saying? Somebody says they like tall guys over six foot. Like, okay, <laughs> that's cool. That's not me. Like, hey, I'm good with my height. I'm good with my stature. You know, like, it, it is what it is. And it, if you wear weeds, then rock that weave and love it and be proud of it. Don't feel that. Don't be offended. If that's what you choose to do. Then love it. But don't get mad if someone doesn't like that. For their personal preference James how about you though Uh, Are are weaves something that you've been into uh, Personally
4: Uh, You know what I I don't like weaves at all man Uh, And you know to be honest with you I don't think I've in In all you know the last five years Or more I don't think I've ever seen A woman wear a weave that I Thought was attractive you know I mean a woman physically she was attractive But I've never Seen a good looking weave, man. To be honest with you, man, it's just not. Um, it's just not a look that I desire. And you guys are completely on point. Black women get ticked off when you bring up the issue of, of uh, you know, your pref, a man's preference, and 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 I just don't understand. Um, I don't understand why women react the way they react. If you if you want a man to be real, um, you know just be ready to just be ready to hear what he has to say you know most men prefer that their woman wear their own hair you know that's just the bottom line about it ladies
0: right and and i'll even take it a step further than that all men prefer real it's just that some men choose to tolerate you know choose to tolerate it like there's some men who want mercedes but drive toyotas you know what I mean? It's like, and it's, it just, it's. I'm not that guy. I drive what I want, you know, you know. And if I'm not driving what I want, I'm, I have a plan in place on how I'm going to drive what I want. That's just how, you know. I believe that's how Marv is and James. We are the type of men who set a goal and we reach those goals. All men are not like that, okay? Some men settle, you know. That's just, that's just how it is. There are non-elite men, there are elite men. Some men see what they want and get it. Other men, they dream about it. You know, some men settle for less than they want or deserve out of life. You know, no one prefers weave over real hair. Yeah, you know, that's just that would be ridiculous. That's like wanting preferring fake Gucci over real Gucci. I mean, who 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 does that? No one, right? Ball, you know, a toupee, you know, over a full head of hair. I mean, that that doesn't even make sense. You know, now will will you settle for that? It may be. So, hey, like I said, I don't even want to spend too much time on it, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, let's go back to the phone lines, take more calls. Because, like I said, I'm, I really, guys, you don't have to debate. I can, I, it's, it would seem like I enjoy it, but I really don't. I really, you'd be surprised. I really have, I've been doing this for a long time. And it, I, I've, if you notice, I try to stay out of them as much as possible. You know, but when the insults start coming, it's like I, it gets sucked in. But, I really don't want to debate about weeds anymore. I don't. I hate it. It's like, look, I I, I don't like them. Nobody likes them. But if you enjoy them, wear them, and don't be offended when people express their dislike for them. Because it's all about being comfortable in your own skin. You know what I mean? And I'll say this. I gave some advice the other night. I said, ladies, never feel like you have to conform to society's definition of what beauty is. You never have to do that. You know what I'm saying? You're all beautiful. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Just the way you are, whether that's bald, whether that's perm, whether that's no perm, whether it's dreads, whatever it's short hair, long hair, just be you and be comfortable with being you. You're all beautiful. I would have a lot more respect for a woman with a, a more coarse head of hair, a shorter length of hair than someone with some long, crazy, straight weave. That's, I, I'm just being real with you I see some women who are rocking their own hair And I'm like, wow, I respect that They're beautiful you know. And I don't care what they look But they're beautiful Because they have the, the uh, courage To be themselves and to not conform You know what I mean? They are embracing their look They're not trying to be white Or Brazilian Or Asian Or whatever it is You know what I'm saying? They're being themselves And they're embracing that And there there comes a point where men have to start being honest with black women. These men, I moderated uh, the Courageous Black Men of Facebook group, you know, close to 1,000 men. I do speak to men every day. No one likes weaves. Every single man absolutely prefers real hair over weaves. There's not a man on the planet, in fact, who prefers weaves. I can promise you that. But some men will, and men are lying they feel like they have to tell women what they want because they lack the confidence, they lack the testicles to be honest with women and, and and be and tell them the truth. And I have no respect for men like that. No respect whatsoever. But that being said, let's go back to these phone lines. Uh it looks like we may have to do a part 2 cuz it doesn't look like we're going to get to uh you know these uh these comments that I wanted to get to or you know these uh these advice questions. But I do see a call from the Philly area code 267. Uh, welcome to Barbershop Talk Live. Okay, okay. Hello? Yes, hello.
9: Yes, hello. Hey, um, Dana. Hi, everybody. Um, I was just calling to tell you guys, I know you've heard it plenty of times, but thank you. Thank you for the honesty. Thank you for just the clear picture that sometimes when women grow up, they don't get this kind of information. They don't get the right information from parents, from their mothers, from their parents, from um, just people in their lives, period. So it drives them down the wrong path, and then they end up in screwed-up relationships and whatnot. So thank you.
0: Oh, no, thank you oh, for no, listening. You I, for I, listen. appreciate, I appreciate that. Um, definitely keep, um, keep calling in, keep, keep listening in. And um, we will we will continue giving the real knowledge because you're right a lot of people they don't have this information they don't have this uh, this this information to um to to be blessed with so that's what we do uh, what else though what else uh, let's go let's say, I want to do a couple Marv had a couple interesting posts in the group that I wanted to touch on before we um get out of here uh, what was it Marv Which you had one that was um what is this one, man? You had a couple, Marv, but one was pertaining to male friends that I wanted to touch on. I know we did a whole show on that a couple months ago. You but you mentioned, Marv, this is the actual statement. I see there are a lot of new female members in here. Uh the question is, do you have male friends? And if you answered yes, are you currently in a serious relationship? I basically didn't read any of the answers, but I just came at the end and said I can almost guarantee that anyone who answered yes to that question is most likely single because the reality is these men, you know, they're not looking for a women with a whole stable of male friends. We're looking for women who are um, not keeping these guys who want to smash around, these men who are opportunist, opportunistic uh, in nature, you know, and just hoping for their opportunity to uh, – to hit that, you know, or, or whether it's the ex-boyfriend or childhood friend who, who uh, you know, one day in the backyard end up going down on him doing some type of freaky deaky stuff, but then they decided not to pursue anything else, so it just ended up being a quote-unquote friendship. No, those situations are not okay. You know what I'm saying? Ladies, y'all have to start being honest, too. You know, don't act like, the fact that he took your virginity is no big deal. Don't act like the fact that y'all had a makeout session one rainy night but decided not to do anything else, so now y'all just going to be cool and I should be okay with it. No, that's not okay. You got to start being honest out here. You know, really, Marv, you know, what inspired that question? And real quick, just in the interest of time, how do you feel about women who you run into who are, um, you know, who have these male friends?
2: Sure,
3: sure. I'm going to be real brief because this is another topic that could really go on for for hours. But the bottom line is it's it's just unfortunate that women don't see the connection with having close male friends and being single. You know, most men who are looking for a wife, you know, we're not looking to share you, and that's how we perceive a woman who caters to male friends. And the reality is these men, nine out of ten times, I mean, there are exceptions to the rule just like, there's exceptions to every rule, but nine out of ten times that man is waiting for an opportunity. You know, we're 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 natural hunters, so we're gonna we're gonna stick around and wait for an opportunity. Whether that be you know you needing a, a shoulder to cry on, or you calling in the middle of the night because you're bored or you had a nightmare you want to talk about it or whatever. Like we're we're waiting for you to 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 break that that emotional wall down so we can get in and then get out. That's pretty much the 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 aim of a man who's a male friend. You know, who who really looks at you and, and and you know as as a conquest. That's pretty much what what it is. Like we'll we'll stick around and play it off and be your friend while we're entertaining other women. You know, like and and, and it's just interesting. Like the women, they know they know that they know that there was a, a period of time where the man, um, you know, tried to holler at her uh, on on one occasion and she she turned it down because she didn't want to ruin a friendship. What friendship? You know that's just something that women need to understand. It's just unfortunate that they don't see the connection
0: right excellent points Mar I mean that's listen ladies you gotta there are friends and and, and I'll, let me just clarify if it's if it's truly a friendship, then it's all good but the fact that but the reality is there are very few truly platonic friendships out here, you know, and again, when you look at the word platonic, you really have to dissect. The meaning of that term It's with the absence of attraction It's with the absence of sex Or anything like that You know what I'm saying Like it's it's without any of those things So if you like somebody If you're checking him out Or you guys used to talk Or you used to date Well that's just not platonic Okay I mean and so You know My wife No male friends Okay uh, That's it no, Like just no male friends at all It's and it's always been that way, and so and I'm not saying you can't, but it's just very rare that you find women where the, where the relationship where that where it's genuine a lot of times it's fake, and you just don't want to give that friend up for your own selfish reasons you want to hold you want your cake and eat it too, so you will manipulate the situation and, and, and cause it, lead us to believe that it's platonic when in reality you know that it's not. Lewis, how do you feel about women who have male friends?
1: I'm not interested in that because, I mean, like you said, a true platonic friendship is no attraction and no sex. But as I've said on the show before, I have no desire to take out the detective kit. Uh, I have no desire to even try to worry about, you know, guys texting you all the time, whether or not he's, what he's saying, what he's not saying. I prefer not to be dealing with that at all. I want to deal with
0: a woman that's got uh, male friends. This is how I feel about it. That's just what it is. And, again, ladies, understand, a lot of times you look at women and think, well, I, look, I'm single, so I don't, you know, I don't. you can't dictate to me, da-da-da. Well, I mean, that's fine. You feel how you feel, but we also feel how we feel. And, again, you know, Lewis is not the type of man who settles. You just heard how he feels. You heard how he feels about weeze, You heard how he feels about male friends. You've been hearing how we all feel about a lot of different issues. And understand, we will have the woman we want. We will have the wife we want. There will be no settling. That's just it. So it doesn't really, I mean, no disrespect, but it actually doesn't matter how you feel. You know what I'm saying? You, it's all about being the type of woman, you know, that these men are looking for. Now, obviously, when you are emotionally available, God will bless you with the desires of your heart as well. So it won't be at all one-sided. You'll get what you want also. But make no mistake about it, the things that we're saying really are on a large scale representative what the vast majority of of great men are looking for in a wife. Because we're not talking crazy. We're not asking for anything unrealistic or, you know, off the wall. We just want a truly great woman. You know, and and I always say truly great women don't stay single for long. And you guys can take that how you take it, but that's that's a very, very, very true statement. Uh, James, uh, real quick about the male friends uh, aspect of things. Any thoughts?
4: Uh, Absolutely, man. I love that last statement you just made. um, Truly great women do not stay single long and that's that's a statement that will man that 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 reaches that hurts a lot of women man but it is the absolute truth so ladies take that to heart um me personally man I don't I don't deal with women that have male friends um like you said you've said many times before all men have options and so if I'm if I'm with a lady and I and I think for any amount of time that she's entertaining any type of male friendships I don't care how long she's been knowing the guy I'm probably just going to back up and uh, keep it moving. And I just want to add one last thing, you know, because I notice this a lot with a lot of these ladies. Um, a lot of these women keep keep these men in the back burner thinking that they're just going to, you know, automatically just slip out of their lives. And, ladies, you got to be proactive. If you truly are looking for a husband, if you truly are looking for a great man, you're going to have to be proactive and you're going to have to, Take the initiative to get these guys out of your life and to cut off every 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 cord that you have uh, attached to these men. You can't wait for them to back away.
0: Right, that's it. You know, we've we've been due due for a um, you know a classic barbershop talk. You know, it's been a while since we've had all the fellas assembled here, and um, you know, hopefully you guys are being blessed. And we're not done just yet. But I just want to let y'all know, man. This is we're doing this for you. A young woman said. You know we're doing what I do. You don't so you don't really care about women. You know you just the woman who wrote the two page the four page letter said so you don't really care. Well yeah we're just here talking you know giving y'all the most valuable information known to man. You know for no reason but we don't care. No the reason we're doing this tonight is because we care and because we love black women, not white women, not Hispanic, but we love black women. Otherwise we wouldn't be here tonight. You know what I'm saying? This is what we're here to do. We're here to change lives. We're here to Help women understand what men are saying, as well as what we're looking for in a wife. So don't you know? Don't take offense. Don't don't be defensive. But just really listen, and you will be. Uh, and you'll be good. You you'll have the knowledge, and you'll be chosen. Uh, I see another call on the line, though, from the two zero two area code. Welcome to Barbershop Talk Tuesdays. Hey, hey, hello. Hey, what's going on? Yes, hello, welcome.
8: Hey Dad Um I, I listen to your, your show a lot and I'm in the um friends and the Daydanne Talbert show um group, but I just wanna give a shout out to the ladies in the each um
0: women group as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm here. Did you have okay. a question or comment? Um,
8: I just have a comment. You you basically I've also worked with you before. And you've given me, like, some some really grateful advice and, like, really good. But the last thing that you told me is something that I never had an opportunity to do before because I didn't know about that kind of stuff. But you told me, like, my, my method of handling things was basically, like, when it was over, just to ignore the calls, just to ignore the text, and just kind of, like, keep it moving that way. But you told me that you're like, no, you have to verbally tell someone that in order to like really completely remove them from your life. And, you know, I'm just kind of just looking for some support because that opportunity actually came today
2: and it was a lot
8: harder than I really thought. I thought it was just going to be simple. Like, hey, don't call me anymore. And okay, fine. Bye. Peace. But it was, it was worse than that. I got called. I got cussed out. I got sent um, with all kinds of lies, like, don't do this, I love you, I was going to marry you, which is a complete lie, such a freaking lie.
0: L- Let me ask you something. Let me stop you right sure. there. But I want to tell you something. I'm, I'm going to leave you anonymous, but I know exactly who you are and you, I know exactly what we talked about. But okay. one, of the la- one, one of the last things I told you is that when we – any time when you take a break, and I'm not just saying this to get you back or to you know get business. I'm telling you this because you know it's the truth. But when you stop counseling, the first thing that happens is you get attacked from the enemy. And I told you before you on our very last session that if you take this break, if you stop counseling, the very you will be attacked almost immediately from the enemy because you're dealing with spiritual warfare, and now. You, are you, you, it seems like you're experiencing that now.
8: Yeah, but I want to, like, that's, like, why I wanted to give a shout-out to the ladies in the group because, like, immediately after it happened, I reached out to them for support. And, you know, and, like, at the same time, like, this is going on. I'm, like, listening to your show. And the only reason why I stopped the counseling was because of financial. That's the only, <laughs> only reason.
0: Let me put you on hold for one second. I want to just say something too, because this is—it's great to hear from you. I'm glad to see that you're doing well, and I'm—I'm I'm glad to hear that you're able to find support in. Because a lot of people, you know, maybe—maybe maybe unfamiliar. I started an organization, a nonprofit organization called the Each Woman Foundation. Okay, it was a couple of years ago now, actually, and you know, it's what it is. It's an international support system specifically for women. Who are going through you know, situations like what, like what you just heard as well as many others so that women can interact with each other who may be going through the same types of issues or situations and they can draw strength from each other. And it's about, you know, I think it's about 700 women in there right now. It's a group on Facebook. You know, and, and a lot of the women in there are people who I've worked with privately, people who I haven't but who are just there specifically to seek advice from, and, and more, not even so much advice, but support from other women. And so I would encourage anyone listening in to just add yourselves, and that's an acronym for Emotionally Available with a Changed Heart. Now, being in there doesn't necessarily mean you have to be emotionally available, but everyone in there is striving towards emotional availability, which is the most important thing. So definitely, um, you know, get your, uh, those may be the next T-shirts that we need to get made up, the each woman shirt. I just, you know, thought of that just now. But, you know, and it's just just being a blessing, you know. Like, for example, this young woman here we just heard from, I know for a fact she's going through something that someone else I'm working with in Atlanta is going through right now So what I do is I match people up With people who can draw from each other So definitely, um, you know, it's good to hear from you uh, Like I said, you, keep you anonymous uh, But everyone, um, as far as, you know, men And, and men reaching out and, and the fellows, we can, you know, real quick Throw it to the fellows on the line They can relate to having Dating someone or dating experiences where that phone is just vibrating Someone, that ex-boyfriend won't take no for an answer You're just ignoring it, but you think that the man doesn't know But we know, ladies And that's a turnoff. That's emotional unavailability You have to physically, like she said You have to physically let these men know Do not call me anymore Understand, somebody says, well, no, I, don't, I just want to I hope he just goes away well, if you have a mouse problem, you're just going to hope the mouse goes away? No, you're going to go to Home Depot, you're going to buy some traps, and you're going to kill the mouse. Otherwise, you're going to continue to have a mouse problem. Whether it's that week or whether it's two months later, that mouse will come back. You know, same thing with these men. They come back, and that only messes you up. That's why if you have an ex in your life who's trying to get back with you, and you're trying to figure out why you're single, why no one's taking you seriously, it's because we know that he's in your life. You're saying, well, how do we know? Well, God told us. You know, that's where the spirit of discernment comes into play. If you have a godly man, well, obviously he's going to know if you have other men in your life, clearly, because we, these are issues we pray about. So that's what a lot of women don't realize. They're looking at it from a worldly perspective. They're thinking, oh, no, nobody knows what's going on. No, we know exactly what's going on because we pray about it. We pray to God to let us know what's going on, to steer us away from the the, the emotionally unavailable women. And that's why you, you know, so if you're not attracting the men of God, you know, who pray for an emotionally available wife, you're only going to attract the liars, the dogs, the cheaters, and the players. That's how that works. A lot of women are wondering why they're not attracting the best possible man. Well, there you have it. Who's in your life? What men are in your life? Who's blowing your phone up? Who's calling you? Who's texting you? Lewis, man, you're a man of God. You know, is that a turnoff for you? Do you pray specific prayers for God to bless you with a woman who is free of any of those types of connections or stalkers or ex-boyfriends or whatever you want to call them? Absolutely,
1: Dana. I, you know, I I dealt with a woman before, and phones is vibrating, and she picking up this plane and all of that, so-and-so. I'm going to be bothered with that. You know, when I pray for a woman, I'm looking for a woman that's completely free, that's ready to hit the ground running, so once uh uh-huh. um we our lives intersect, and we can just move on together, you know as far as that cover goes, she just gotta cut she she sounds like she might be engaging the person. don't engage them just cut them I mean once you say what you have to say, cut it loose 'cause they're gonna they're gonna try to tell you all that foolishness, but yeah they' uh, definitely don't be praying for all that confusion and foolishness. There you go, man. It's You know,
0: that's it, the thing. I don't even know what else to say about that. I mean, this is this is what we're looking for and really what we're not looking for. Mark, you ever had a woman who just had those, who was unable to uh, cut those ties for good?
3: Absolutely, man. And they're immediately placed in that whole category, which is uh, just, just a natural response when you interact with a woman who's really not showing her loyalty to you. Um, you know, you could just be having a conversation, or you're chilling, watching a movie, and then her phone rings or vibrates, um, and you can really tell a lot about a person's body language and their facial expression. And she would immediately have this this this, this look on her face, like she's guilty, and that's a dead giveaway. So, you know, anytime I see any, anything like that, um, you know, that's like like I said, that's that's just uh, she's letting me know how she gets down out here. So I just treat her accordingly. All right there, it is.
0: I just thought of something. The young woman called in, and she said that, you know, the reason why she was unable to continue with counseling is, uh, you know, bec- for a perfect example, we just she says financial. I told you guys a couple live shows ago that we're now accepting donations for that. You know, on the website, there's a tab, there's a link. At the top of the page, that says donate, donate, you know, be a blessing to someone less fortunate. You just heard a clear example of why I put that there. Obviously, I'm running a business here. I have to eat. You know, i got to support my family as well, so I can only do but so much. But a lot of you may have the, the financial means to help a young woman like you just heard from who clearly needs counseling but can't afford it. But, you know, and so many, I thank you all who have already donated. Many of you have already, since I just made the announcement a couple of days ago, you've already donated. And so there is some money available uh, for women who are not uh, in a Position to pay everyone's first session is free but obviously going forward you know there needs to be uh you know some type of uh some t- some type of money so you know if you can you know you can you can do it if not don't worry about it but you hear live examples every so often of people who, who want counseling who need it but who may not be able to afford it so God blesses those who are able to be a blessing too Others. This one, and I, you know, I'm not into. This isn't you know church. Just I'm not asking. I mean, it's just you, you know, you know what it is. You know, there are people who need help and can't afford it. So, it'd be a blessing if you can. Uh, let's go back to the phone line six four six two zero 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 three six six. It's the number one on your keypad. Uh, call on the line from the six zero one area code. Welcome to Barbershop Talk Live. Hello. Yes. Hello. Welcome.
9: Hi. Um. In regards to the. Okay, so I was dating this guy, and when we first met, there was an instant connection. I really liked him. He liked me. We talked all the time. We hung out all the time. Um, I invited him over one day to cook for him. And I set my timer on my phone. I have an iPhone. The alarm clock, the timer, the ringer, it's all the same sound. So I was cooking, and the timer goes off, and I finished cooking, and we were eating, And he's like, okay, I have to go. So he leaves, and then I call him 30 minutes later, and I was like, what was that all about? And he said, who called you? And I was like, my phone rang? (laughs) I didn't get a call. What are you talking about? And he's like, your phone rang, and you ignored it. I kept telling him. I was like, okay, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't get a phone call. And then he was like, when you were in the kitchen, your phone rang. And I was like, I told him, I said, that was my timer because don't judge me, but I can't cook rice. I either use the rice cooker or the bag rice. So I took the timer because I was using the bag rice. And he just went on and on and on and on about who called me and this and that and this and that. And I, was, I told him, we I had known him probably about a couple of weeks. It was less than a month. And I just told him, I was like, look, I can't deal with this. You, you sound like you're insecure. I think it's best that we don't talk. Now, in instances like that, when you're telling the truth and they obviously don't believe you about the whole phone and things of, things of that nature, then what is that?
0: Well, it's, you're dealing with an insecure man. You know, and you did the re- Well, yeah, I mean, see, here's the thing. Real quick, let everybody know where you're calling in from.
9: Well, the number is a Mississippi number, but I'm currently living in the D.C. area.
0: Cool, cool. I appreciate Mississippi, DC, all that good stuff. Great to hear from uh, from both parts of the uh, the country. Here's the thing, two things, and again, I, I obviously I'm a man, and I think it's weird. A lot of women expect me to speak, I guess maybe not from a male perspective, and you know, just go crazy on these guys. I mean, no, I mean I'm gonna speak from personal experience as far as you know, as a man, what we look for, what we don't look for, what we've experienced uh what, you know, turn-offs, turn-ons And so obviously, you know, when a man sees a woman, you know, texting Or, or you know, getting texted or, you know, calls being sent straight to voicemail Those are obviously going to be huge red flags um, You know, and we know when it is, when it's that But two things, it, so there's that, obviously, it's going to be a turn-off But then there are also weirdos out here There are also psychos out here There are also a lot of insecure, immature men out here But and you guys know you don't hear me speak a lot about those men because it's a one hundred percent waste of time. I'm never going to do a whole show. I'm never going to do spend an extended amount of time talking about these losers, these insecure guys, you know, because at the end of the day, ladies, my goal for you is to help you be found by the man that God has for you, and there are specific ways to do that. So talking about the losers is, is, is irrelevant. It's if you're attracting those types of men, you know, we need to look at why that is. But in regards to her situation, definitely you did the right thing, you know, by cutting him off because it seemed like, you know, he had some issues. Like you said, he went on and on and on and on and on. Listen, if it was me and I saw anything that I didn't like, I'm I'm only going to say something. First of all, if it's that type of situation where it's like someone texting her, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to remove myself from the equation, you know, and I'm and if there's something else I had an issue with, I'm certainly not going to go on and on and on about it. You know, I'm going to say how I feel, and that's going to be it. Either there are going to be some changes or I'm gone, and, and that's it. So I think it's just a matter of, you know, identifying early on, is this, and I actually meant to ask the other young woman who called in earlier, Is that the man that God has for you, the the woman who was in the overseas relationship? Because I think that's a question that, you know, too many men as well as too many women are just not asking. They're not even consulting God about, hey, is this who you want me to be with? We're just kind of doing what we want to do. And I say we because I've been there back in the day, didn't really care what God had to say about the relationship, and then wondered why my life was in shambles, wondered why I was miserable. And I know that for a fact a lot of men and women are doing that in today's society. So you just got to not do that, and, um, you know, and, and you'll be good. You'll, you'll have better, uh, better results. One last question I wanted to, uh, you know, pose to the fellas, and we'll get ready to wrap it up because I suspect this will take us a couple of minutes. But uh, this is actually a post from the Each Woman group, and that, which is the all women's group and ladies again? Add yourself. Somebody, do me a favor. Post the link for the each woman group in the Friends of the Data on Talker Show group, so women can add themselves real quick. But this was a, a post from there. Someone asked in the uh, group. Um, actually, I won't even read the question because it was a little bit personal. But uh, it was about poking. You know, it was actually about you know men who poke women on Facebook. You know, and what that is. Now, again, back in the day, we did it – not even back in the day, about a year ago, we actually did meet Courtney and Safina. We actually did a classic show on just Facebook where we talked about everything Facebook a couple, you know, like I said, about a year ago. Definitely check out that show. Just Google Facebook on the Day Don Talbert Show and listen to, you know, Facebook etiquette. But in regards – specifically in regards to poking, I want to just survey the fellas real quick because I can tell you what it means, okay, I'm going to let you know, there's a lot of poking going on. A lot of women think it's innocent. A lot of women just don't really know what's going on with it. But it's actually very simple, and I'm not even going to say anything about it. I'm just going to let the fellas tell you what it is. And I'm going to start with uh, Marv. I'm going to go to Lewis. I'm going to go to James. Then I'll tell you my thoughts on it. Marv, when a man pokes a woman randomly, I'm not talking about friends you've known your whole lives, lives or anything like that. I'm talking about, You just get a random poke from... A guy in the group, or somebody on your friends list, or someone who's a total stranger. What does that mean? What should a woman think about that poke?
3: That's this. This is just amazing, data it's, it's it's amazing that this even deserves a response. I mean, it's just certain things in life that are just so obvious, man. And this is one of them. I mean, just look at the word poke. What what other reason could there be for a man to just randomly poke you and 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 you know and and, and do that to a woman he's never even met? Um, I mean, it's 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 obvious what his intentions are. You know, like let's let's assume that he was uh, you know, I mean, let's assume that he was uh, that he was interested. You know, I don't know. Like I, I'm just I'm just trying to put a, that person in my shoes. Like I, I wouldn't that approach is kind of is kind of passive to me. Like sending sending a woman to poke to express interest on a genuine level that's that's just not the move. I I, I wouldn't do that. I don't know anybody in my circle that would do the same. It just seems like. It seems like it's an opportunity to see if she's going to respond and if she's going to respond in a sexual manner because that's and at the end of the day that's what the poke is i mean it's a clever way to show you know an attraction to somebody um so and 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 they do that to see how the woman's going to respond to that so I mean it's just amazing how how women can be so naive out here to think that a poke could possibly be innocent or even question why is this person doing that. I mean clearly he's doing that because he wants to see how far he can get with you. You know, he's trying to see if you're you know, if you're gonna fall for the for the bait, if you if you're gonna, you know, bite the bait and, 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 and meet up somewhere and, and, and do what do what you do. So to me that's what poking is. I've never I've never done that before in my life because when I look at that feature on Facebook to me it's just so obvious.
0: It's very obvious It's not even a little bit
3: uh, Shouldn't be a little bit of a secret uh,
0: But Lewis, man is that something you've ever done Are you into that whole poking thing And if not what what advice would you give Women who are being poked on Facebook Poking that's pretty much Virtual sex No
1: I don't do it um, And ladies if you're getting poked All the time you might want to check your privacy settings and what pictures, you know, you have, what kind of pictures you have, because you got a lot of guys poking you. You know, I don't I don't know women that have respectable, I mean, they that kind of have a respectable classic presentation that's getting poked by a whole lot of guys. So if you are getting poked by a whole lot of guys, you might want to check uh, your albums and, what you know, what people can see. But all that is is just virtual sex. That's what it is. That's it. It's, it's
0: actually not rocket science, you know, and Lewis made a very good point. You may want to look at uh your albums, look at your profile pictures. Something if you have mice, you're att- something is attracting them. You know, if it's you got to clean your kitchen, you got to you know, wash your dishes, sweep your floor, mop the floor. These are things that are attracting mice. Your pictures are what attracts men I mean, it's, it's not just pictures, but, you know, it's emotional unavailability as a whole. But many of you do have some slutty pictures up there. I'm, you know, I'm no disrespect, but some of you do. You know, some of you have some very classy pictures. <clears throat> and, and I do this from time to time. We, well, actually, we do Facebook Fridays where we, you know, Courtney and I both, will do a free emotional availability assessment, or not even an assessment, but just a profi- profile assessment where we can go through your page and tell you what vibe, what message your page sends. Go through your pictures, your comments, your posts. And a lot of that has everything to do with why you're attracting certain men who are, you know, poking you. If a man pokes you, he wants to poke you in real life. You know, he wants to have sex with you. And the worst thing you can do in those situations is poke him back. Then you've got these whole poking wars going on. You know what I mean? He pokes you, you poke him back. It's like poke, poke. I mean, it's like y'all might as well just be having sex. And you're so, "Oh no, I just thought it was a fun game." No, it's not a fun game. He's thinking, "Oh yeah, this chick is on me. She be poking me." It, it, these are the things that all men are thinking, just no one's saying. So hear us, James. Anything we left out that you wanted to add?
4: Uh, great comments, fellas. You know, to me, Daydon a, a, a poke it means exactly like like uh, like Lewis and Marv said it means that I want to have sex with you. And um there's two things that women need to realize. Number one, um you got to realize if he's poking you, um chances are you're not the only woman only woman he's poking. He's probably poked several women and he's just waiting around to see which one is going to respond the quickest or the fastest. Um and then the second thing you need to realize is when you get a poke, uh to me that that says that, that man doesn't even have enough respect for you to send you an inbox. He just, you know, he's just trying to figure out the quickest way that he can to try to figure out if you're you're open to smashing, and uh, that's just a lack of respect altogether. So any woman that's flattered by a poke, she's she she needs to look at herself and look at you know her level of self worth because it it may be seriously lacking.
0: Right. Absolutely. Shout out to my man Lewis. He just posted the uh, the archives for that show on uh, on facebook listen guys try it i promise you any topic you can think of whatever you can think of google it and just type my name into the back of it and there will be a show that will come up on it i promise you there is no topic we haven't talked talked about over the last six years so that's i'm just telling you anything you want to know because i'm not you know as, as we think of them as we talk about them i'll you know, put them out there and post the links. But I'm just telling you, in your own time, if you're like, hmm, what, you know, I wonder what Daydon thinks about this, or I wonder how many, you know what I mean, just Google it and and put in my name or the Daydon Tolbert Show, or really just put in my name, and it will come up. I Try it out, and you'll see um, thousands of shows over the years. Check that out. Well, actually, well, not thousands, but well over a thousand shows. Um, we're going to get ready to wrap it up. I know, I know. This is the fastest three hours You'll ever be a part of, but I had a good time. I want to just, you know, I'm going to let the fellas say their own goodbyes, but just want to take some time to thank the fellas. I really, uh, I know three hours is a lot when you're just, it's a lot, period, but to ask guys to just come on and drop knowledge for three hours straight is, you know, and, and they never have a problem with doing it. I appreciate that. These guys are definitely quality guys, um, ex- give excellent advice from a biblical, godly perspective. So I just want to take a minute to uh thank them publicly. Um yeah, uh Marv, man, go ahead and uh any last minute comments or, or words of wisdom for the ladies.
3: Yeah, I know time is uh is cutting close, so uh, I'll just say a few sentences. Um, you know, I, I I'm definitely thankful, you know, for you and uh, you know, Lewis and James just for providing this forum just to enlighten these women out here because um it's just certain things that I look at that I thought was so obvious as to why women are still single, but yet women are still doing the same things. Um, and, you know, I, I guess at the end of the day, they're, they're really just not educated. They're not enlightened. And uh, this gives them an opportunity to really hear from men who have actually lived. Like the stuff that I talk about, I've lived. I've lived that. So I know what I'm saying, you know, for the sake of not sounding so cocky. But it is what it is. It's like, when I say certain things, it's because I've done it myself and I've seen the response from that. There's a specific reason why I'm so against male friends because I was that male friend who used to wait on that opportunity and it worked every time. That was like an easy, an easy avenue to really get get into, you know, you know, to get with her and, and do what we do. So that was something that I, I feel so strongly about. And uh, to, uh, as, 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 um, in addition to the men with potential. You know, like we're all men with potential. It's like as a woman, you know, why would you invest your time into into players, guys who who they, they're telling you, they're showing you that you're not wife immaterial, but yet you'll stick around for the sake of bragging rights because you want to tell your friends, you know, I'm dealing with such and such. He drives such and such. He makes such and such. It's like nobody cares, man. And at the end of the day, you're the one who's going to lose. You know, the man with potential, you know, you know women outnumber us out here so we we're, we're going to find wifey regardless it's 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 in your best interest as a woman who's looking to be married to adjust and adapt you know learn from your from your ways you know like stay tuned to date on show you know surround yourself around positive women who have common goals you know don't take advice from women who who uh you know are comfortable being miserable you know, because that's just going to leave you single. And I'm, I'm hoping that these women are tuned in and are really listening and, and just, just taking it all in because it's going to, it's going to make you a better person at the end of the day. And I'm glad to be a part of tonight's show. God bless everybody. Absolutely,
0: Marv. Again, thanks for being here, uh, Lewis, Man, appreciate you for being here as well. What uh, last minute comments or words of wisdom would you leave with the, uh, the listeners? Yeah, Daydon, I appreciate you. I appreciate this forum
1: and. Is you know, one thing about I love about the group and about uh, what you did with this, the, uh, getting this show together with us on it is it lets me know that there are other men out there. You know, for the longest time I used to think that I was alone out there and the way I thought. And then when I discovered uh, you on Facebook, uh, I learned that there are other men out there that think the same way. And the thing i just like to pass along to ladies is, you know, if your attraction to a man is based on status, you know, how will you feel uh, if he loses his job, will you still be sticking around for him? But the, the best advice I can give you, ladies, is I can tell you uh, who knows the uh, potential of every man, and that's uh, Jesus. I mean, he, know, he knows, he sees the life life line of every man. He knows every man's potential. And you need to be asking him, just like Daylon said earlier, ask him, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling this guy, you know, what do you think? What's going on with him? Because Christ knows his potential. Christ sees him uh, five, ten years down the line. Christ knows what uh, the man is going to do uh, in his name. And for him, And Christ knows what he's going to help him to do and what you all can build together. So you need to uh, get that relationship with Christ going, and he'll definitely show
0: you uh, what's going on with the man
1: and the right man you need to be with.
0: There it is that's excellent advice. Jesus Christ is the only uh way for to find love that's the craziest thing about it <laughs> you know, we we as uh people have a tendency to you know seek everything but God when it comes to finding a wife finding a husband but as Lewis said you know there's only one way to uh
3: you know for that and, and, and to